0: Psalms talk about John 316. Alston 316 says, I just whipped your ass. Wait! <laughs> Paul's the moat
1: Divers! <laughs> I am Broken Mad Hardy, and I would like to inform all of you out there in the moat Divers about one of the most wonderful podcasts in existence. Yes. It is called The Go Home Show. And it is hosted by Jordan and Nick. And they are both true subscribers to my broken brilliant. Yes. They talk about wrestling. They cover everything in the Wrestling Moat Divers. Make sure to check them out, the Go Home Show, as you will find it absolutely stupendous. Yeah. And we're back with another episode of the Go Home Show. It's your boy Jordan here with my homie Nick with another week of wrestling. And it's, it's going to be an interesting one to talk about. How you been, man? I've been all right. This
2: week in wrestling, yeah, as far as news goes, same thing that's been going on in my life about net. <laughs> um, just yeah, still raising a baby.
1: Yeah, hey, that's what's up. <laughs> I, I, I had a pretty chill weekend watched the UFC cards. That was one of the it was one of the most insane UFC cards I've seen in a long time. Uh
2: yeah, I seen you live
1: tweeting going crazy. I was losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh dude. Poor guy. Um What's uh, I got to make sure I get his name right? Um,
2: yeah, Usman uh, didn't he knock out? What's his name?
1: Usman knocked out. Uh, Masvidal, yeah.
2: Masvidal, yeah, which right.
1: was nuts. But uh Chris Weidman, he like snapped his leg in half. Ooh. First, first strike of the fight, literally first strike of the fight, throws a leg kick. His leg snaps in half. Oh. He doesn't. He doesn't realize, so he tries to step back onto it. Like puts his whole body weight onto it, falls down. Disgusting. It was so Ooh. rough to watch Chris Weidman. Man, thoughts of him because it was brutal.
2: It ain't ballet.
1: And uh, shout out to Thug Rose Nama Eunice. I think that's how you say her last name. She's the first mm. ever woman to get the UFC belt twice, which is crazy. Oh,
2: fuck yeah! It was just a really that crazy. interview I saw her and Rogan. Yeah, interviewing her.
1: It was just a, a wild card. A lot happened. It was eventful. First show back, first uh, UFC show back with fans. and The fans were going crazy. It was a loud crowd. Where was it at? Uh, Jacksonville. That sounds right. Florida. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It was Go a sick off. show, man. It was sick. Very entertaining for them. Yeah. They uh,
2: sounds like I, you know, I from what I saw on Twitter, it looked like everybody it got good uh, responses. So at least everybody got their money's worth. You know.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, besides that, man, just been hanging out. Uh, yeah. Nothing. Nothing too new on my way, but there is some uh more. <laughs> we talked about the uh, black. Wednesday last week, and there was some more, I guess you could say, downfall or uh, backlash from that. <laughs> uh, Mickey James posted on Twitter a mm-hmm. little video and picture of how she got her belongings sent back to her from WWE, and <laughs> it was a box. She opens up the box, and it's a black trash bag with a post-it note that says Mickey on it. <laughs> that I disrespect. That's yeah. It's wild. I was very. I don't know. I feel like there's many other ways you could do that And a parent. And she was for sure wasn't happy about it. And Twitter kind of exploded about it. And she tagged Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. And mm-hmm. as from what I, it seems as a uh, outcome of that, Mark Carano, who was the head of talent relations for years, has been, is now no longer with the company.
2: Was it, I mean, I guess he was been would have been the one behind it if he got fired, right?
1: If he, if it wasn't him, he's the one who's getting
2: blamed for it. Do you think that they were looking for a reason to fire him, or do you think it was actually like he was the reason just because I, of, just because, la- like you said last week, you know, they did some, let's just say, spring cleaning and other, yeah, f- disrespectful words. But do you think they were just looking for a reason to get this guy out, maybe?
1: I, I think they just needed somebody to blame. Honestly. Oh, yeah, that too. So I don't
2: know. And in a week where you're firing a bunch of top talent, well, some top talent, but you're t- firing talent nonetheless. Yeah. So it'd have been a reason for them to get rid of this guy. So that's, but I saw, also saw a bunch of other um, former di- former Divas, women's wrestlers that were there that, like, oh, they're still doing that. Like, <laughs> yep. what the fuck? Like, you already sent it in a box. What's the point in putting it in a trash
1: can <laughs> or a exactly. trash bag? You know, like, so, if, if you could fit the bag in there, everything would have fit without the bag.
2: <laughs> right. And, like, it's a billion dollar company. You can't like afford exactly. good posting and good shipping you know, with a box.
1: Yeah, I think Gil- Gail Kim said that same thing happened to her, Jillian Hall, and I think there was one more, but I forget who it was. Mm. But it's crazy, man. So it's crazy. Well, yeah, so uh, apparent- apparently there's some uh, backstage shakeup over there with Mark Carano being released. I think Johnny Ace is probably going to be the new head of talent relations. It seems yeah. like he. He was the one making the phone calls from everything I've heard. So mm. just interesting stuff. But speaking of WWE and interesting, they've been airing those. Uh, what are they calling them? Just the biography. Yeah. Shows A&E on, biography. Yep. Shows on A E. and there's also the uh, most hunted show on A&E. And both have been pretty good from what I've seen.
2: Yeah. I've only seen the first uh, that treasure hunter show, whatever the hell it yeah. is. Um, and he actually came to Hobart, Indiana, which is like 10 minutes from here yeah i actually I watched that yesterday it was crazy i'm like what the fuck Hobart? <laughs> <laughs> and then that biography the first one was stone cold which was they've both been and then the second one was roddy piper's last night or yesterday yeah, last night yeah yeah i watched half of that and that's the one i'm a little bit more interested in because i'm not super familiar with like roddy piper's whole story yeah but from what i saw it was really good and the stone cold one was actually really good a lot of stuff that i knew a lot of stuff i didn't know though too
1: yeah, there's a lot of on the awesome one. I wasn't like I I knew everybody knows his story, but I I didn't know there was like some small details in there. I was like, oh wow. So it was, yeah, I
2: never heard him talk about his family before. So yeah, that was exactly. interesting, sad but interesting. Um, it sounds like he's got a good relationship with his daughters now, which is good. And just um, it was cool that they showed all the other stuff, not just like the the everything we know. They showed kind of like his intensity. You know what I mean? It yeah, wasn't so definitely. much just. It was more the man than it was the character. But then, you know, he does that little bit where he's like, what's the difference between Steve Austin and Stone Cold? And he's like, well, fuck, I don't know. I guess it's the same guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really, it sure does seem like it.
2: <laughs> yeah. But they've been well done. So it's good yeah, cool to
1: see that. I'm interested to see what, which I don't know what next week's episode is going to be. I still have to check out the full Hot Rod episode. I saw like probably mm. 10, 15 minutes of it, but.
2: Yeah. I think they're doing Ultimate Warrior. Uh, Roddy Piper. That'll be interesting old. to
1: see how they atta- how they attack that one, the Warrior. Because
2: oh yeah, <laughs> well, dude, this is funny. You're gonna watch the the Piper one, I'm sure, but the beginning of it is Vince McMahon like kind of like prepping to interview or whatever, and he's like, "Here, hold my phone to, I don't know, somebody off screen," and he's like, "Oh, hold on a second, hold on a second. He's like, "Hello, Roddy, how are you? I was just about to do an interview about you." Oh, really? It's that hot down there.
1: Oh, my God. And he's like,
2: he's saying, he goes, oh, what? Oh, you got a spot saved for me at the table, too? Okay. Okay, that sounds good. Oh, my God. And I'm watching it like, oh, my God. What (laughs) the fuck? And then you kind of hear people like laughing behind the camera. And Vince is like, I'm just kidding. Roddy's in heaven, not hell.
1: That's wild.
2: (laughs) I was just like, what the fuck? This is how they're going to start it. Him just buried him saying he's in hell. <laughs> but i mean i don't know he he. i don't really know what his relationship was with vince maybe they were cool you know i don't know
1: that's funny though that's... He'd have to
2: be cool and somebody do some shit like that
1: yeah right you would hope would so hope. yeah that's crazy
2: i mean his family was in it his family was being interviewed in it too so i'm sure i'm sure they knew that was yeah. in there otherwise they wouldn't have allowed it
1: but yeah they seem like they have been doing a good job with those i'm excited to see the rest of the series but speaking of series, look at the new Segway King right here. Woo-woo. As we uh, talked about, it was either last week or the week before. I don't remember when they announced it. Um, ML- uh, I
2: believe it was two. Okay, so it wasn't last week. It was the week before that because that was what? That was Mania?
1: Was Mania yeah. You know? I don't, time's a flat circle. I don't know. <laughs> you're right. You're
2: absolutely right. But yeah, I believe it was two weeks ago.
1: But well, they MLW announced they're going to be debuting on vice tv and they said this spring and i guess they weren't playing when they said this spring because they announced <laughs> this week that on sunday at 12 eastern time 11 uh, central standard time they're gonna be debuting on vice tv with their first episode i don't they didn't really say what it's gonna be called i don't know if it's gonna be fusion just brought over here or if it's a mm. whole different product but yeah it's gonna be the first show i'm definitely gonna check that out and probably yeah, talk about it on here well, I'm excited to see what they do as it like as we've been saying it's a huge platform for them. and I think it's cool for them to get their the foot in the door before the new season of Dark Side starts out just so they kind of have the established base on top of what they're gonna gain off of that once that starts too
2: yep, definitely with the two the two hour um uh, preview of Dark side, like you said,
1: and I think tomorrow the trailer for the Pillman episode drops nice, very so, like, cool. definitely gonna check that out. very yep. excited for that same. But yeah, man, that being said, that was the, base, the, the main news for this week. So we can go ahead and hop into Monday Night Raw if we really have to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we could go into the highlights,
1: yeah, certainly. We, we, we <laughs> could do that. So before we go, like we go to d- run this out, I'm just going to say it really feels like WrestleMania backlash is just going to be. WrestleMania rematches, <laughs> a bunch of them.
2: Oh, yeah, the next pay-per-view, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's called WrestleMania Backlash. What? You didn't know that?
2: I didn't know it had the the precursor name of WrestleMania Backlash.
1: Yeah, it's not just Backlash, it's WrestleMania Backlash.
2: I mean, isn't that kind of implied already, you know? With the name, it's like Backlash, so it's like this is the Backlash of the last pay-per-view. Uh,
1: they've only been doing it for fucking 20 years yeah exactly backlash is, is like one of the oldest
2: right what the fuck i don't know I, I they don't must know, be man. just going keep keep it going with the uh, title name yeah exactly
1: the horror show
2: yeah yeah the horror show extreme God. rules uh i don't remember I don't great remember. balls of fire uh <laughs> I don't remember what
1: who knows yeah right but yeah, let's open up with drew McIntyre as raw tends to do. <laughs> yeah. And he's they're just foot forward. Yeah, definitely. He basically he's talking about the attack last week of by retribution, T-bar and mace. And he's like, Oh, I know who they was. I don't blame them. I blame MVP, MVP. And it rubs. He's like, Oh, I had nothing to do with this. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then of course, T-bar and mace attack drew. And that sets up a match later on in the night. And I don't know what they're doing with these guys, man.
2: Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I liked your idea last week of like demasking them and just kind of, I don't know, put them in the hurt business or
1: I, I, I would be they, against that. If they had to do something now, they're just talking about making Drew McIntyre extinct, which is like, <laughs> I don't think that word really works for like a no. person. I think that's like a species type of thing. Like you're <laughs> just going to kill him. you wipe him off the earth. Huh? It's I don't know what they're talking about. But...
2: Yeah. It's but like the, a Bray Wyatt uh, promo, but without it being like really good.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then we get the next match. First match we saw was a uh, Hurt Business, or I guess not really the Hurt Business, the ex Hurt Business. ex Hurt <laughs> Business. So, uh, backlash Hurt Business. Exactly. WrestleMania Backlash Business. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the WBB. <laughs> but uh, Shelton Benjamin. Cedric Alexander taking on the War Raiders again. This is the same match as last week with the same exact results. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they did it. <laughs> I, I honestly
2: it. looked at my notes and I was like, wait a minute. Did I not take notes for this last this week? Because it's the same. But it was the same. Thing.
1: I'm like, wait, wait, no, no. This is it's the same thing. Last week started with Drew in the ring. Yep. And then it, exactly it, the exact same thing happened in the first two segments. I was like, oh my Stupid. god, <laughs> literally the exact same thing because it started off with Drew in the ring t- cutting a promo and it ended with him getting attacked by T bar Mace. Yep, and that's what happened. Basically, that's how it happened at the end of this. And it's just, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> it very, Maybe as it ever was, yeah, right. So, next we get a uh, orton in the back saying that the fiend he's done with the fiend he doesn't care anymore and then riddle <laughs> comes up talking about they're gonna be rk bro all right cool <laughs> all right dude and i don't know that so that just leads to a match between them two but first charlotte's cutting another promo how she's the best and she's the opportunity she had her remaining rem- rem- match taken from her and all this blah 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 blah. she's the bestler. Yeah, she's not. She's not Jimmy. She's Ch- not Jimmy King. She's a great wrestler. but She's not Jimmy King. She, she's a great wrestler, <laughs> she's no she Jimmy ain't no King. Jimmy
2: King, that's for sure. She ain't no Jimmy King.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that leads it's the Rid- Riddle and Randy Orton match. And I thought this match was actually really fun. This is a yep. highlight of the show, definitely.
2: Yep. One of the cherries. It's kind of.
1: It's interesting. I I wouldn't like when you think of a, a match for Randy Orton. Riddle's not one of the guys who would like pop into my head, but they worked really well together, actually.
2: Yeah. Did
1: he get hurt during this match? Orton? Yes, he did. Yeah, he did.
2: Yeah, yeah. I read that. Um
1: I don't know exactly he where it was
2: injured. Injured. Yeah, I didn't I don't either. But um yeah, it's unfortunate because he's been, he's been one on the on of the highlights of yeah, exactly.
1: But surprisingly, Riddle got the win. He counted the RKO into a roll of which I was shocked by. <laughs> mm,
2: yeah, me too. I'm I'm I would have just assumed, you know, uh you know, RKL for the win.
1: Yeah, that's hey, that's a he. Decent match, RKO for the win. <laughs> he did that to the fiend. You would think, Remember, right, would get right, that right. Too, but I guess not. <laughs>
2: that's not. You got to light him on fire first, I
1: guess. Well, <laughs> well, goddamn. But then to get another Lana Naomi versus Nia, Giant J- J- Jackson Shayna match. This was, is this was, all right. It's just I don't know. I, I think this Nia Jackson Shayna Baszler thing is run its course. To me at least. Like they have yeah. good chemistry, but like they're just these these tag titles, they don't have like they could have done so much cool stuff with it and then they decided to make NXT one, so it kind of eliminates most of the teams that they could use. So they're kind of just stuck in a rut because they don't have women's tag teams because right. they just released one of the best ones they had.
2: <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, but yeah, I just don't care yeah, exactly. I don't, <laughs> about any of this. Uh Shayna was better. At, I mean, this sounds like a broken record, but I thought Shayna was way better in NXT. I agree for sure. To begin with. But her and Nia Jax, I don't know. At, at first glance, when you hear that team and you're like, oh, fuck, okay. Well, that's like a. But I don't know. I feel like they haven't really been like as dominant as I would imagine they'd be. They've been pretty dominant, but they just. You think? Uh, I mean,
1: a lot of Naomi, that's. I mean. Exactly. They, they, of the thing they're is. Win that. They're, they're dominating, but there's nobody like a legit tag team for them to dominate. It's all people that's who you're going to expect them to dominate just because how they, they booked most of the women that they have in this division. Yep,
2: it, And yeah, they've booked them into being jobbers as a tag exactly. team. Maybe not jobbers singles, but definitely tags.
1: Yeah, exactly. But, uh, Shayna basically gets pinned here by Lana and Naomi, which is also interesting.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that is weird.
1: I don't know where that's going, but I guess we'll see. Uh, the next match that we saw was Elias and Kofi. Decent little match. Kofi hit the S.O.S., which I love when he does that move. The mm-hmm. little uh, front flip—I don't even know how to describe that move, but it's sick every time. Yeah, he does I it. know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> but Elias got the win with an elbow, and I was like, everybody, everything, on in this, like, every result on this besides the Viking Raiders match. I was like, oh wow, there. At if at least it's not the outcomes I'm expecting. So they kind of kept it a little fresh there
2: yeah a little bit i guess yeah it's like but, let's do what we did last week but just change the results on every match
1: yeah exactly exactly so here's the uh the big thing from this show drew mcintyre handicap match against mason t-bar hmm. mason t-bar still got the retribution music they come down doing the same little weird
2: yeah no don't even know, gyrations Tweaking. yeah exactly <laughs>
1: And basically, this ends up turning into a tag match of Braun Strowman joining Drew McIntyre, and during the match, Mace Drew takes off Mace's face mask, slaps him with it. And, and then later in the match, Braun takes off T-Bar's face mask, slaps him with it. Yeah. But then commentary pretends that they've never seen these faces before. Of course. Like, with the mask, maybe, I, I guess you could justify all, they got masks on and face paint, you can't tell, but like,
2: Dio Madden was a literal fucking commentator. Exactly. <laughs> he sat next to Michael Cole. Wait, is Michael Cole? No. He sat next to one of these fucking commentators. I know that. Uh, I forgot who even fucking commentates anymore, bro. It's either Michael Cole or, Cole or Corey Graves. That's I can't remember Corey and then, Graves
1: and Ed Corey Graves and Adnan Vark.
2: Yeah, he's fucking trash, bro. Get rid of this motherfucker.
1: Uh, I hope he gets better. I don't know. I'm, but I don't know.
2: <laughs> bro, you trash.
1: But in the end, T-Bar Maze win by DQ, and they they run away basically. Yeah. I don't. Ah, th- this everything. I hate to be so neg- negative about it, but this whole show was just like, oh my god, what did they do? <laughs> I'm
2: half tempted to just start watching Smack, or we could just start talking about SmackDown because this it. This shit is just.
1: I would not be you, opposed. Baby. I would not be opposed because on SmackDown we saw hey, Aleister Black's back. That's my boy.
2: I saw that promo. That was good.
1: Yeah, he it looked good. He's doing some. Uh, I think he's like, I don't know exactly where he's going with it. He's, He's. Just, it's a new character though. Like, uh, it's not the same variation of Alistair Black that they've seen before. So, interesting mm, to see. Yeah.
2: It. He had the cool hipsters, uh, hipster glasses on.
1: Yeah, exactly. The Jeffrey Dahmer's
2: <laughs> glass special. The Jeffrey Dahmer gimmick.
1: <laughs> I can't, I was trying to think of a cool name for Dahmer to change it into Alistair in Black, but I can't. I can't think of a clever bit right yeah. now. Yeah, I got no bit. Jeffrey but, Bly, but, Dahmer, hey, Alistair Dahmer. There you go. There you go. But hey, if Raw keeps going this way, maybe we we'll, we will be start start talking about SmackDown cause,
2: yeah, whoo-wee. and fucking uh, isn't General Day on there too?
1: Oh, General Day, yes, the main <laughs> man right there. And the best the thing General... in WWE is in, on that show? Roman Who Reigns, is? the best thing in WWE right now. Oh yeah, yeah, Roman save, Reigns baby. for sure. So hey, you know what? How about this? I'll throw this up for right now how about this week we do we do smackdown and we see how that how we feel about it
2: hey i'm down i'm for sure down with that raw versus smackdown 2008 bro
1: exactly and i on playstation 2 and i bet i bet i know who wins <laughs> i'll put money on it i'll put general tune day on it oh hey you better put some respect on general tune <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh another thing we can talk about quickly uh <laughs> Huberto Carrillo randomly came back to challenge uh, Seamus for the U.S. title. They had a, a decent little match for like, I don't know, it was just very random for him to come back because out of nowhere, exactly he, what I thought random. Uh, everybody that, who they could put in that spot, it was just random to see Umberto Carrillo come back out of nowhere. Yep. He looked good though. He's mm-hmm. very talented. It's just They just don't like him, it seems.
2: Yeah, I guess. Him and Garza too. I haven't seen Garza. Yeah, Garza's. In
1: a while. Garza is what mind blowing to me, but like, I mean, 205 they, live or something or what? I don't know where they are. Like, I don't they, even know
2: what I ain't gonna say what
1: <laughs> I don't get it, man. But main event at time, main event time, Charlotte versus Oscar. Mm-hmm. These two are always going to have a good back and forth. This is just kind of, uh, I don't know. This one wasn't their best, their best match that they had. I think it kind of, cause it was more like storyline story based thing, but of course mm-hmm. they're not going to have a bad match. No,
2: definitely not. Yeah, there's a reason it was a main event,
1: but it was decent. Uh, Oscar ends up rolling up the rolling up Charlotte for the win, doesn't she? Or does Charlotte get the win here?
2: Oh no, no, uh, Oscar got the win, and, um,
1: and then after yeah, she rolled up,
2: she rolled up Charlotte for the yeah. win. And
1: um, then Charlotte stands
2: beat her down was, after the it was a after match beat down. But Rhea Ripley was out there too. There's some shenanigans, I guess. Yeah,
1: just staring at him. Rhea Ripley's apparently heel now because tonight she's teaming with a heel tag team and a six-woman mm-hmm. tag, so I don't mm-hmm. know. She's she's teaming with I Shayna Jackson, and
2: Shayna Baszler? Is, yeah. That's really the only heel yeah.
1: tag team. That's who she's teaming with tonight against oh. Asuka, Naomi, and Lana, so I guess she's heel. Cool. Let's stop recording so we can watch that. Yeah, right. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I can't help it. Hey, but that's okay. We're, we're, we've gotten to the point where... We don't got to talk about Raw no more. It's time right. for NXT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Tuesday night NXT. They come back with a new theme song. I'm assuming it's by Poppy just because that's like NXT's yes. favorite artist. <laughs>
2: yes, they love Poppy. She's like, what, done a three-peat now?
1: Yeah, she's... Yeah, I think she has them three three performances. Takeovers. Three, three takeovers plus now apparently the, the new theme song. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wild, wild. Good for but, her. With that being said, it starts off with uh, Kyle O'Reilly in the ring, looking like Orange Cassidy.
2: Dude, I was like, "What the?" I literally have in my notes, "What the fuck is he wearing?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> he literally got. He has the Orange Cassidy fit on. He's got the, yeah. the denim jacket, denim pet, denim uh, jeans, yep. and a white shirt, and a fedora, and the glasses. <laughs> yeah, and like he looks like he fell through an old navy. Yeah, I don't know what was going on here. Um, what did you think of this?
2: i didn't like it uh I, I it was awkward that. it was like um kind of cringy it was just yeah awkward's the best way the whole thing even with camon grimes added to it it was like okay uh Cause like you know he's Kyle's, like i don't know who my mate my, my i'm against you know go ahead you go ahead you're better explaining it than i am like so he's like
1: here? he's always had like that like like goofy side to him but it was yeah. never like to the point where he was only a goofball like he was always like the cool goofy like he would just like he was like it was like tongue-in-cheek but here yes. it did not feel tongue-in-cheek it felt like it felt
2: scripted goofy like it was his version of goofball. goofy but scripted
1: yeah yeah it was really strange man really strange but uh cameron grind comes out and he's still trying to get this thing he's just trying to get everybody on his side basically
2: <laughs> yeah taking him to the
1: moon he said oh yeah what do you say uh Ko coin, it's gonna to go to the moon. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. NFTs like for NXT. Yep. And uh, Kevin Owens pissed. Yeah, he, he should have said K O R coins, but I guess that doesn't roll off the tongue as as well. So yeah. I I understand it. I understand <laughs> it. <laughs> but yeah, it it kind of comes to blows after kyle jokingly said, goes along with it then he ends up punching grimes he's like oh you're you're my opponent tonight
2: that's <laughs> why so he's like he's like yeah i told mr regal to give me an up this whole this whole thing was like weird he was just like yeah i asked for an opponent don't worry buddy it's not you oh wait it, it is, is you. you you know and then he punches him and grimes like grimes is the baby like if you want to think about this in old school mindset but like <laughs> he didn't do anything like o'reilly's the heel here of anything because yeah, like Grimes came out just to kinda uh, t- you know, encourage him and he was just being nice and then he got punched. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea.
1: I don't know. I, I'm very worried if the, if they keep going with this cool Kyle Kyle because that's what they called cool him on They <laughs> they called him cool Kyle. I like, Oh my god, if they start calling this man cool Kyle O'Reilly, I'm like to...
2: cool Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> and
1: he doesn't even have the theme song anymore. He's like he has like the weird I don't even know what the theme song is now.
2: Yeah, I have no idea. I don't
1: know. I was very this is very strange. I don't know what this was. But next we get Saray arriving to her NXT debut and uh she get she uh met by William Regal in the parking lot and and Zoe Stark comes up and says, You know, hey, nice to meet you, blah blah blah. But William Regal, I would love to be the first one to get to step in the ring with Saray and William Regal asks Saray if that's cool. She said, Hey, let's get it. So yep. that sets up the match for later, later in the show, which I'm really excited to talk about. because was Same. a hell of a match.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: And then one of your favorites on the NXT roster right now comes and cuts a promo. It's not a threat. It's just a fact of life. Yeah. And his name is L.A.
2: Knight. And he could talk his ass off.
1: <laughs> it's not an insult. That's what it was. Not a, th- not a threat. It's not an insult. It's a fact of life. Yeah. Because At first, he used to say he said it's not a spoiler, but I'm pretty sure he probably got uh, that's like Paul Heyman's, thing, yeah. Right? They, they probably yeah. Were like, yo, you can't say this. that's that's Heyman's, <laughs> that's my
2: gimmick. The spoiler is my gimmick, brother.
1: But yeah, he cuts a little promo here about Loomis to lead to the matches they had. And what'd you think about the match between the two?
2: Yeah, like I said, a guy who can talk his ass off like, wrestles a guy who doesn't talk.
1: <laughs> that's oh, so. that's true.
2: Um it was a good match. I think the aftermath was a little goofy with Indy Hartwell and the way that whole thing was yeah. stupid, but the match itself was good. I enjoyed the match. Absolutely. Both those you, guys can, you know, both those guys are good wrestlers for sure.
1: Yeah. And they've had, they had some, uh, back and forth and impact when they're both there. So it was oh, cool. Okay. And I, I really liked, uh, LA Knights finish the headlock driver. Sick.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's beautiful. Sick. And I'm glad
1: that you got a win here too. Yeah, he, it was so weird. He lost. He's like, uh, it's like he's lost a lot in his. Yeah, I feel like this debut. is his
2: first win. I mean, I might be wrong. Maybe that, second,
1: but, but it's yeah, they, there ain't many. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> he should be dude. Like, I know you don't maybe you don't. I don't know. It depends on the guy, but I don't know. That's the other thing, too. I'm biased because I think you should be fucking putting the strap on this motherfucker. I maybe not the I, world I, title, but like you should be putting a strap on him.
1: I don't. That's uh, not
2: dirtier than I intended, as well.
1: <laughs> I think he he could get it. It's just I don't know. It's hard to tell the way what they want to do with him right now. The way they're he's being booked. True. I don't yeah. know where. It's they, hard to tell with a lot of guys too. Yeah.
2: And, and I always say like I always want them to push guys that I like. I guess that's everybody, but yeah. And then it's like, what's the result here? I want him to be pushed so he can go to the main roster, and we can be bored by him on Raw, yeah. or they get, oh, get yeah. fired. You know what I mean? Like.
1: Yeah, he he him on he could I I could actually see him doing really well on SmackDown. Yeah, I could too. Him and oh, oh, imagine a promo battle with him and Kevin Owens. Oh yeah, that would be money.
2: He's a, dude. He will fucking he would shine on the main roster too. That's the thing. Yeah. Will well, I mean, him.
1: the thing is, yeah. So he thought everybody thought the same thing about EC3 because it's kind of the same thing. He's, dude, he's a very promo heavy. Are guy. you a mind reader? Yeah, I must. Are be. you fucking mind reading?
2: <laughs> I swear to God, I was thinking EC3 as well.
1: It, it's it's a very similar situation where I think he, his him being a very heavy promo guy, kind of he's a weird fit for NXT right now. I think is what the problem is.
2: Yeah, because he's sta- like to me he stands out. I don't he know, does best. definitely. Like, yeah.
1: I don't know. It, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. But with that being said, next we get uh Leon Ruff promo. He, he's been. This new like super fiery Leon Ruff, I, I'm yep. loving it. He was yeah. fired up here, and I like it a lot. He's telling Swerve, "Hey, I'm not done with you, so I'm I, finish, I decide when this is over." So I'm excited <laughs> to see what they do next because I thought that last match is going to be the blow off, but I, I guess not. I thought so too. Yeah, really excited to see what they do here. And then we get an Io Shirai uh, interview with Beth Phoenix. EO wants a rematch, but not now. She wants a rest. She's been champion for a while, so I, her body deserves a rest. And then Frankie Monet, Monet comes in, and her dog like runs across the table. She's like, oh, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> and uh, like, did the dog jump up there? Yeah, she put on, She put the dog on the table. <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, she they have like a little bit of back and forth. Frankie introduces herself, and he was like, she takes exception. She says, "I like cats." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> that was good. And speaking of good, s- s- to be recognized as NXT tag team champions someday at one point, not now because I like MSK. The grizzled young veterans, Liverpool's number one, Zach Gibson, and his partner, whose name I can't remember off the top James of my Drake? head, right now. James Drake. There it yeah. is. Like, <laughs> I was trying to think of his nickname, but it made me lose what hey, his actual man. name is.
2: Start <laughs> talking, start fucking getting on that mic, and we'll remember you.
1: He's just—he knows Zach Gibson. He's great in the ring, but yeah. Zach Gibson's just like—he—he's like so entertaining, dude. So,
2: the whole this whole promo of of well, Brizango coming out with the fucking uh, the Queen's Guard outfits, yeah, yeah. the big hats, and then them coming out like, "Look at you! You think this <laughs> funny, huh? You having a laugh?" And they're so just standing like this. <laughs> it's so they're funny. not breaking character. I was like, oh, I don't know. I was dying. That was—I usually don't like that stupid, the goofy shit with Brizango, but.
1: This was good. This one worked really well. Yeah. <laughs> so Gibson I think,
2: made it. Ha- he like made it funny.
1: I think it's just because Gibson's such like a serious guy. So it's yeah. like the perfect, like uh yin yang type of thing.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: It was really funny. <laughs> and this match was good, man. Like you said, Grizzly Young Ventures against Breezango and it was fun. They, yeah. Breezango is a great tag team. They just, they, it's so like a lot of guys in NXT are in this place where like, they're just there to have matches and not do anything else. It feels like,
2: yeah, I agree. Like this was, I think that's part of it too. Why it made it so funny to be, or lighthearted to begin with, because like you said, they just go, they have a match and that's it. There's no real kind of storyline for the most part.
1: That's what it, that's what it is. Yeah. There's like a lot of guys, they could just cause they have so much talent. They have to pe- yeah. put people on shows. That's the problem with the whole performance setter formulas. Cause they have so much talent and there's, what probably forty five wrestlers that they have under contract that have never been on TV still. Yep. (laughs) Like if that. uh, Signing them, I guess. And that might be like an understatement.
2: (laughs) Right, right. It might be more.
1: So it's that's kind of like the 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 big problem with NXT a lot of times that I have that like there's so much good talent, but there's a lot of them just don't feel important a lot of times.
2: Yeah, and it's funny that we because I feel like I saw this angle to the finish a few times, but. I feel ever since you showed me that match from Alley Cat's uh, show.
1: Oh, the the, like, the fake thing. The uh, yes, bur- I feel bur- like that. I mean that, 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 that,
2: that angles happened like I'm sure a million times before that, but yeah. because it got such a pop from that show, I feel like now it's just maybe it's just me. Now I'm starting to see it more because I feel like I've seen it. I saw it, this. It was this match, and then another yeah. match, maybe.
1: Off I don't the top know. of my head, I can't think of what other one besides this one, but yeah, I I might be just be recency bias, so that we like that one was so good that maybe we're noticing it more. But like, yeah, I definitely yeah. noticed that too. But that's
2: I feel like that's also not out of the ordinary for WWE to see something on the indies shit on so the indies well, yeah. that pops or gets a good or is a good idea and then take it and they're like
1: for sure. their own. I mean that that'll, that definitely happens a lot. They've been doing that for
2: <laughs> since the dawn of time. I'm yeah sure.
1: exactly. But yeah, this match was fun, man, and. It's it's always gonna be with these guys, but uh, of course the grizzly young veterans get the win with the ticket to mayhem, which still I love that tag finish. I know
2: you love that match and the name or that finish and and yeah, the
1: the name and the move itself is just so sick. (laughs) (laughs) And then after that, that we get an interview with Indy Hartwell, interrupted by the rest of the way. Then Bronson Reed interjects himself and Austin Theory says the only way that Bronson Reed can get a title shot again is to beat Austin Theory, and Johnny's like, "What are you doing? He beat you last week." He's like, "Hey." It'll be different this time. It's not gonna be different this time. I'm sure it will. But then we got the debut of Saray taking on Zoe Stark, and man, I think once they get like a, a crowd crowd like a normal performance in a crowd with Saray, I think she's gonna be so over.
2: Yeah, I think both these girls will be.
1: Yeah, this I love this match. What you think of this? Yeah,
2: I did too. This is a perfect debut. Um, this would have been like a classic talked about uh, May Young. Oh yeah. Tournament match if that that was a thing. Absolutely. Um, but just stiff. Surprisingly stiff. Cuz I, I was, I'm not familiar with Saray. This is my first viewing of her and uh it's that Joshi She lived style. up to the
1: hype. Joshi wrestling like like that uh, Stardom, TJPW, they they just hit each other really hard. That's, gotcha. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And yeah, she lived up to the hype for sure. it was awesome. Was stiff and Zoe Stark's such a, um I want to say a sleeper um breakout star but like i never Surprising. heard of yeah i Surprising. never heard of her at all. really good <laughs> things, so yeah i loved it what about you i know you're yeah. probably more hyped on it than
1: me yeah i thought it was great great there was so much in here uh zoe star hit a disgusting half and half suplex yeah it was nuts <laughs> Oh man, there was just so much, man. But the finish was a Saray hitting a speed a six spinning heel kick. I almost yeah. said just a spinning heel kick, but I gotta specify <laughs> it was it was it was a nice one. <laughs> yeah. And then she hit a Saito suplex for the one, two, three. We got two great women's matches this week. I'm excited to talk about the other one, but this was mm. yeah, this yeah, was, yeah, man, yeah. I know what you're talking about. This is a hell of a match, man. And then between after that, uh, they show a little bit of a show of respect, and then Tony Storm comes out and attacks. Stark throws her against a barricade and so it looks like we're gonna get a little program between Zoe Stark and Tony Storm. I, I, I really want to see Tony Storm versus uh Suray because I'm I'm pretty sure they worked together when Tony Storm was working Stardom, so I'd oh, be cool okay. to see them. Yeah. And then we get a Raquel interview with Dakota Kai. There, there is uh, <laughs> a Dakota says that we be EO, EOA takeover, which I thought was funny. Yeah, she, she's basically like hogging the interview, but it doesn't seem like Raquel kind of minded that much, which I with I thought they were kind of trying to lay some groundwork for some dissension between the two but it doesn't seem like they are going that that direction yet which i hope they don't because i really like the pairing of these two it's it's really like Shawn michaels and diesel is the perfect description
2: yep definitely and um yeah dakota kai i feel like works better as a heel than a baby face oh yeah she's uh, a great heel. i don't know she's,
1: maybe she's really good at both but like yeah heel she she's just good has at that underground
2: tour. or that underdog uh, baby yeah. face yeah
1: I don't know. I think heel though, she just has that extra swagger to her. And I think, I think she, it feels like she likes being a heel more. It it. Yeah. I just For, for some reason, I, f- I get that feeling. I'm
2: sure it's easier for people to be mean than just to be nice and get over.
1: Yeah, true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Cause a lot, especially in the WWE, they only, they only book so many types of baby faces. They're either going to be super gullible or you're just going to be super smiley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think, I don't know. I think it was really cool. And then we get a, uh, own. Uh, Kushida interview talking about how he won the belt and he op- has an open challenge and then we get Kushida was only Larkin. This match was really fun. A lot mm-hmm. of catch, catch, scan style. Uh, they the chop off they had here was they were <laughs> yeah they were chopping the hell out of each other.
2: <laughs> yeah, very stiff. Great match. I mean, I like both these guys. It's cool for Kushida. I hope I wish he hope he gets more. Starts getting more. Um, because Escobar, I feel like. He's been the the one to give that Cruiserweight title the most, like, uh, prestige, Legitim- I guess you could say. Legitimacy, yeah. Yeah. Legitimacy, yes, exactly. Definitely, but definitely. Kashita too, I just feel like he deserves better.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's a champion. I hope they give him, like, an actual story. I, lo- I like open challenges, but I hope they give him more. So, yeah. so just to build a little bit more investment in him. Because it was such a shock win that there was not that huge investment that there could be, like... Emotionally wise, emotional wise with the storyline. Yep. But that being said, Kushida throws on the hoverboard lock and only taps out Fun match. And after the match, of course, Legado Del Fantasma makes the save and then MSK come out and, or no, I said that backwards. (laughs) LDF (laughs) attacks and then MSK makes the save. (laughs) Yep. So that's going to be leading up to a match. Six man probably. Yeah, six man this week, which will be great. I think that'll be really, really good.
2: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's crazy MSK and Kushida. I
1: never thought I'd see that. It's actually really cool cuz um the the Rascals before they were MSK, they they um trained a lot with Alex Shelley the past, few year, past year before they got signed. And Yeah, and they're best friends, aren't
2: they? Kushida and Alex Shelley.
1: Yep, time splitters.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: Yep. And Kushida posted something on Twitter saying how before, when MSK got signed that Alex Kelly hit him up it was like, hey, I got some friends coming in. Make sure you take care of them. So that's, that's really, actually really cool. That's cool, yeah. Love that. And then we get a uh, Mercedes Martinez calling out Raquel Gonzalez. And I said this last week, but I'm going to say it again. I'm so excited for that match to happen.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's money for sure. That's They're great. about
1: to beat the hell out of each other. <laughs> and then we get a, uh Imperium match with against Ever-Rise. Uh, I'm sure you can guess how this one went.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everize with the squash, huh? Right?
1: Yep. They knew yeah, it. Definitely. Marcel. And then Martell Walter came
2: it. out and they beat up Walter.
1: Exactly. I knew Imperium it. in the mud.
2: <laughs> Buried him.
1: But uh, Imperium hits their finish after like two minutes. <laughs> for the yeah, one, I was going to say it's
2: the complete opposite.
1: And then we get a. Uh, Kyle Riley w- w- walks out to his match, crossing. They do like the little backstage shot that they've been doing recently, with uh, like on the way to the main events. A lot of times they'll have like the shot of them walking past Gorilla mm. a- and carrying uh, and Cross and Scarlet, kind of standing there giving KOR a look, and that leads to the main event: Kyle Riley versus Cameron Grimes. To the moon, baby! I love this match. Was awesome. <laughs> this was. I thought this was a really good match.
2: I agree. Yeah. Enough. I mean, the opening was, eh, we all, we spoke about that, but this was great and it should have, there never should have been an opening. It should have just been somebody else out there doing something. And I don't, I don't know. It should have been different because the match was way better than the setup for sure. I
1: agree 100%. They definitely did not need to do all that goofy stuff. All that you needed to say was Cameron Grounds versus Kyle O'Reilly. And I would have yep. say okay,
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: But yeah, there's, I think this match is another one where you have to go back and watch it. There's too much that happened to kind of break it down, but agreed. Kyle Riley hits the big knee drop to the back on Grimes. He gets the pin. I love that he's doing that with, with that as his finish. I think that's, Yeah, that's agreed. Really unique, really cool. So that's
2: what he used for um, Adam Cole to finish yep. him off yep. with a chain wrapped around it.
1: Yeah, which is brutal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that was a fun little episode of NXT. Yeah, not bad. But speaking of fun, man, last night, Impact's Rebellion 2021. They're a uh, big pay-per-view, man, huge pay-per-view, and We both watched it. Let's Mm -hmm. let's run it down real quick, man. Yes, sir. So, as someone who is not like a uh, regular, a regular Impact fan, or not fan, but like Impact viewer, not somebody who watches every week, what what was your overall uh, feeling of the show?
2: See, every time you you're like, "Yo, let's let's watch this," you know, and um, because you're you're the the regular viewer of Impact weekly. And I'm just kind of tuned in when there's a big match, maybe a Kenny Omega appearance or a pay-per-view like this. And there's so much talent and, and impact that they don't get enough credit for. Yeah. Um. And it's, it's just like kind of low budget too on the other, the other part of that. Yeah. But I love every time we watch a pay-per-view, I'm like, damn, this is fucking dope. Like they always come out, show up for like, there's so much talent there absolutely that i don't think enough people uh honestly i could say i wouldn't be watching if it wasn't for you and doing this podcast so i'm i'm grateful for that because there's a lot of fucking good matches and there was a lot i mean this whole paper there really wasn't a bad match there was like slow matches i guess or things slowed down or popcorn breaks i guess you could say at least for me but overall this was i really enjoyed it
1: yeah I thought it was a great show so we could just Hop into it, man. I I, I don't know if you, I know you you missed the first match, but I was fired up about it, man. Yeah, X Division Championship. Josh Alexander taking on TJP and Asos, and he was the defending champion. And this was a great match, great great mm-hmm. match. And Josh Alexander hits the J Driller for the one two three, which I was man. I said this once. Easton Page left, and at, once they broke up the north, I was like, I'm waiting for this Josh Alexander singles push, and here it is, man. It's about time.
2: Yeah, definitely. But you know, as long as Ace Austin either retains or Josh Alexander wins. I'm fine with that.
1: Yes, sir. <laughs> I think I don't know where they're actually. I'll, I'll wait until after the main event to say this. I'll wait. Okay. I'll, I'll wait. But next we got a violence by design. By design. I almost said violence <laughs> and suffering. <laughs> yeah, it's violent everywhere. Yeah, exactly. It is. But violent by design. Your favorite stable and impact. Absolutely. Taking on. Team TNA, Team Impact, Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, James Darwin, and Willie Mack. And the match last week that Eric Young had, he apparently wrestled with a torn ACL, which is insane. Oh my god. What the so, fuck? So he was he was not in this one. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> so they before the mat before the match, they kinda teased that they would they had a replacement and violent by design come out. And he looks to the side, and then something pops up on the screen. And it says Morrissey. And I'm like, who the hell is this? Yeah. And out walks a man that the only way I could describe it is that he's seven feet tall. And you can't teach that. <laughs> w. Morrissey, formerly known as Big Cass, is here, and he's with violence and violent by design. And dude, he looks in great shape.
2: Really? And what what's his name he's going by?
1: W Morrissey. W like
2: the initial W? Yeah. Okay.
1: I think that's his like shoot name.
2: Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Fuck it.
1: I kind of like it. W Morrissey. I kinda, I don't know something about it. I kind of like it. Yeah.
2: And that's well, fuck. Talk about a stable there.
1: Yeah, I I you know. They they didn't like fully say that he's with them. Yeah. They kind of left it open-ended, but is he
2: signed, do you know or no? He's just doing like I, the
1: I don't know. I, I, there was no like official announcement that he signed, but mm-hmm. with his this showing here, I think he should be because he looked great here.
2: Because that's like uh, Cardona's like deal too, right? He's not uh, exactly signed. But... Yeah, he's not. He's not
1: signed either. Which is gotcha. He's but he's been for like most of the past few tapings. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But this match is really fun, man. Uh, all these guys look great. Joe Doring out there throwing that crazy, crazy uh, crossbody he does, which I love every time. It's nuts. W. Morris, he out here throwing crazy boots. There's one where he, some I think Willie Mack was on the top rope and he just big booted him off of it. It was sick. <laughs> like, I love it. He was throwing Poor lariats. Louis. He hit his, uh, so he got the win here. He hit like a, mm. like a power slam turned into a Uranagi. Okay. Somebody used to, I think Tess used to do that actually.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about.
1: But yeah, he got the one with that and he like Wait, Big
2: Cass got the win for the team?
1: Yeah. W Morrissey. Oh, wow.
2: That's crazy. That's saying something.
1: Yeah, I, I think they're definitely keeping him around because he he looked great. I was very excited about it because that dude's been through a lot. And it's good to see him bounce back yeah, in a positive definitely. way.
2: I know he had some health issues too.
1: Yeah, little, some health issues and just like a bunch of just personal issues. But he's looks mm. like he's in a good spot right now because he's in insane shape. He's there looks you go. jacked. <laughs> 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 and this time commentary knew who he was. I don't know if I talked about this on the show, but Mm-mm. at violence and suffering, I don't think anybody told Julius Monks what was happening. So he so, so big cast comes out and he, Julius Monks says, Oh, it's time to pass the test. I oh, I, no. I think this man thought he was test. No, test been he didn't. Oh my so god.
2: Long. It's one he's, thing to get somebody confused with like somebody else that's alive, but yeah. a wrestler that's
1: dead. You're like, he what? Said, the fuck? It's time to pass the test.
2: Oh my god. Maybe it's <laughs> <Julius laughs> just rules. I would uh, just hope that he was thinking that he just kind of looks
1: like test. Julius Smokes is just unhinged. He can say whatever you want. <laughs>
2: here comes Chris Benoit down the ring, and it's about to get fucking something. The yeah, basically, basically. Yeah, <laughs> I was like,
1: oh, my God. The rabbit Wolverine. It was also like 3 in the morning when that was happening. so.
2: Oh, well, that might do it, too. Yeah. Like a
1: sleep. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But next, we got a grudge match between two best, former best friends, best, best, shoot best friends, former, former storyline best friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. Brian Myers <laughs> taking on Matt Cardona. This is a really fun match.
2: Really good. I I was assuming it was going to be because when guys are best friends, they usually have really good, good matches yeah. working together. So what's the gimmick with the eye patch?
1: He Brian Myers had. It was like a thing where he was milking an injury that had happened. Like he got poked in the eye or something, and he started milking it, trying to.
2: Okay. And then he just pulls up. He's like, "Ah, just kidding."
1: Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was really fun. Uh. I thought the, f- the way they did the finish was really cool, too. First of all, they beat the hell out of each other.
2: Yeah, they did. Dude, they, that uh, spot where they just fall <laughs> onto the fucking, onto the ring, onto yeah. the fucking um, mat outside the ring, concrete, ground.
1: Uh, Man. The the radio silence onto the stage looked brutal, too. That was but, nuts, too, it, yeah. It looked like it hurt his hip so bad.
2: <laughs> oh, dude. That's like that Erosirai bump she took off, what was it, the skull?
1: Yeah, the saw or, or, or the, the cross body. Salt, yeah. Oh, no, it was crossbody. It was crossbody,
2: yeah. right on her hip. Oof. Yeah. Oof.
1: Anything with a hip just sounds, especially on anything that's metal. Oof.
2: Yeah, metal in general. Ah.
1: But speaking of oof, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know if I got worked here or if this was a shoot. But Cardona goes for like a leapfrog, lands weird on his knee, his knee buckles, and then the mm. ref throws up See, the this X. Is,
2: this is what I was talking about. Yeah. This was the other moment. Okay, maybe it didn't do the same type of gimmick or same type of angle where yeah. it was more like a heel. That's more of like a heel thing to do than to fake an injury.
1: Obviously with the eye patch too. I just so mentioned that this one was like supposed to be, I don't, I, but I don't know if it was like an actual cause like they showed the replay and it looked pretty bad. I don't know if he just really is really good at <laughs> making his leg look like it exploded, but it looked like mm. his, his D looked yeah. like it dislocated. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I I like to think part of me. is like, it's like, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not trying to break KFay, but yeah, like this, is, I'm, a, I'm more of a mark for like, oh, is he really hurt? Like, part of me thinks he's really hurt because yeah. it depends on the guy, I guess. But they always get me with that
1: too. And I, I'm not mad at that. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, as long as they make it look good, fuck it. Yeah. So that leads to so Cardona's knee blows out, and that leads to Brian Myers picking up the win, basically. Mm-hmm. Which uh, uh, fun match, man. These two I'm had. I'm glad a, he won too. Definitely. Definitely
2: got to make up for lost time.
1: Yeah, exactly. But then we get a the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championship: Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering, who made her debut on this week's Impact that we're not mm-hmm. talking about because it happened before this pay per view. <laughs> gotcha. Taking on Kira Hogan and Tasha Steele's fire and flavor. This match was really fun.
2: Yeah, I I really enjoyed the match. Um, I think that Jazz, if she's really retired you know, just retire, I guess, or if she's going to be a manager, but if she's going to be a manager, I wish she would have turned on Jordan grace. And,
1: uh, Oh yeah. she she would be such a cool heel manager. Yeah. For sure.
2: Because, and it, it goes so well because she's way better as a heel. I feel like,
1: yes, yeah, I agree. for like sure. Like that
2: vicious heel, uh, kind of like a female version of Taz almost. Yeah, definitely. And I it can rhymes. See that.
1: So there you go. There you go. Taz and jazz <laughs> team, team jazz
2: <laughs> team as wait. Team, Never mind.
1: team Jazz,
2: <laughs> shave my head if I let you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, hey, I'm, I'm here for Team Jazz. Make it happen. Definitely. Definitely. But well, with that being said, this match was really fun, man. Uh, Key Tasha Steel is trying to just dis- like kill herself for this match. That like over the top rope cut her to the apron. It looked. Yeah, I was like,
2: what the fuck?
1: It like it hurt <laughs> so. What are you bad. trying to do? It was crazy, but yeah, so, man.
2: Ellering, is that Paul Ellering's daughter? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. She, she was one one of the people who got released last year. She oh, okay. Was, she was in the May Young Classic and was signed, and I don't think she wrestled on TV once. I don't know yeah, why. I, don't,
2: I didn't even know he had a daughter that wrestled, so. Yeah, yeah. She,
1: she was in the Mae Young Classic, but besides that, they didn't have her on TV once. I think she was signed for, like, multiple years.
2: <laughs> Damn. That's crazy.
1: She's really yeah, good. I
2: remember the commentator saying something about her being in Japan or spending time in Japan.
1: Yeah, she worked stardom, I believe.
2: Mm.
1: There you go. But yeah, her and, her and Jordan Grace worked really well together, too. Yeah, I thought so. I was surprised like they got the win, though. Yeah, so was I. Both kind of like a strong style type of deal. But yeah, Rachel Elliman got the pin, too. Like her first match in Impact. Debut match, getting the one two three. Yep, saying something. Which is wild. So new Impact Women's or Knockouts Tag Team Champions, which is cool. Yes, excited to see what they do with that. But next, we got a last-man-standing match. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sammy yeah. Callahan versus Trey McGill. This match was Sammy Callahan beating the hell out of Trey McGill.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, we'll talk about the finish, but this was pretty much just Trey McGill taking bumps from Sammy Callahan. I don't remember too much offense from him in this match.
1: One of the first moves was Sammy Callahan taking Trey McGill and just throwing him uh, outside of the ring like a body slam over the top rope, just to the floor. To the floor, <laughs> and like <laughs> the
2: momentum, he just kind of like jumped over the or went over the top rope, but didn't do that full, I guess, revolution to brace himself with his feet a little bit, and he just flat backed it.
1: It, was it, it literally just a flat back bump off and from then, over the top rope. <laughs>
2: it was yeah, it was really bad. It's oh, <laughs> so bad. God. <laughs>
1: And Reminded. then immediately
2: from that he just throws him into the fucking railing hard as fuck as yeah. well. <laughs>
1: well. Speaking of it's the railing, Trey McGill goes for a Tope Suicida, Sam Callahan. That's moves what it and, was. And he just eats the barricade. Yes.
2: That's what it was. It was it, yeah. Cause I'm thinking that he picked him up and threw him in the railing. But yeah, you're right. He throws him back in the ring. And then Nick kind of work a little bit more. Cal hands out by the railing. Su- tope Suicida misses just, moves, just face first the into rally. the barricade. <laughs> it was it's, it was
1: rough, insane. Yeah, Trey Miguel was taking punishment here, man. Just straight punishment. It's yeah. Like this, so many things happened to him. He got power driven onto onto steel steps, onto aprons. He got
2: a leg of a table.
1: A leg. Of, oh, that was brutal. Yeah,
2: that was really bad.
1: <laughs> he, got pow- he got pile He got driven onto a table in the ring so hard that the table didn't break, but the leg snapped. I don't even know how that happens.
2: Yeah, that's right. I remember that.
1: That looked like it hurt real bad because yes, it, <laughs> it, it was no give. The table just kind of toppled over after.
2: Sammy Callahan does a great pile driver, too. Yeah,
1: he does. He definitely does. This match was great. It was just Trey Miguel getting destroyed Yep. until the end where Sammy, after the pile driver onto the steps, Sammy puts the, re- the steel steps onto Trey and he thinks he's won, but he forgets that the back of the steel steps are hollow. So Trey crawls out from underneath, Yeah. <laughs> goes onto to the other side and it's a running cutter off the apron to, to a table. Yep. And Callahan cannot make their 10 count because he's too sweaty. He, tries he to climb, is always he's, sweaty. He tries to climb up the table, and he slips up, slides back down. And he spits on everything, so try something as well. It makes it saliva and sweat.
2: Oh, God, I hate that.
1: But, <laughs> yeah,
2: this was a crazy match. What was the, like, buildup? What was the angle for this? Like, this seemed like a grudge
1: match. Yeah, so Trey Miguel they kind of worked some of the stuff that Triple H said about Trey Miguel into the story because really? Callahan was saying, oh, you don't have the passion for this. You don't have the passion for this. And the reason that and when Triple H was asked why the third rascal wasn't signed, he says oh, some of the, Some people just don't have the passion, which that was not the reason Trey, Trey didn't sign because he has like family to take care of at home and he didn't want to move away from Ohio. Yeah. And he has a wrestling school. Yeah, I remember, school. That. I remember like,
2: it was like it wasn't the.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That and he the, has like a wrestling reason. school <laughs> Where like he's oh, wow. the, main, the head trainer, so he like he, he didn't want to leave that either, but so apparently that that means he doesn't have the passion.
2: He's got no passion, and then Callahan saying it, the guy who got fucking fired by yeah. NXT.
1: <laughs> so they 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 kind of just turned it into all uh, right, we're gonna take him saying stupid stuff and turn it into an angle for heel heat because that's a shoot heel thing to do.
2: <laughs> Definitely okay. So yeah, that, that's I can see how that can lead to a grudge match for sure.
1: Yeah, it was cool. It was cool, but then we got. Representing New Japan Pro Wrestling, the Impact Tag Team Champions, Finn Juice, David Finley, and Juice Robinson taking on. The
0: devil in the distance.
2: (laughs) We got danglies.
1: He's in your six. They got the danglies on deck. The good brothers, Carl, hot Carl Anderson, the machine gun, and uh, the big LG, Doc Gallows. (laughs) Man the danglies. we will we'll talk about the danglies a little bit more. <laughs> you
2: got it on the gear too. The dangling gear. <laughs> it literally says
1: danglies. <laughs> what a <Stupid>. menace. <laughs> <laughs> this match was really fun though.
2: Yeah. Oh God. Definitely.
1: Of course it would be though. Like these are two of the more like, I don't, I don't want to say underrated because I, I feel like fidgets is definitely an underrated tag team though. They're, they work really good well together.
2: Yeah, I agree. Especially um, being new Japan guys coming over here and then getting the belts and shit. It's like yeah. says something to their talent that they're trusting enough like, hey, we're just gonna give you the belts to take back with to Japan. Yeah, exactly. You know?
1: And so. I'm shocked that they won here. <laughs> yeah, they retained. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I definitely thought they were just doing like a okay, give them the belts for a little bit and they'll come back and lose lose the brilliance to the, the pay per view, but no right give them back. Yep. They fin juice retained i of like a flash pinfall which i was so mm. shocked by so now the good are release they are stuck o- here se-
2: maybe do you think
1: i don't know yeah. i have, i don't know i mean i know impact is taping right now like today and tomorrow for the next like batch until they until they have the next little uh pay-per-view
2: okay so i don't know flights to japan right now are only 250 dollars. by the way
1: that's insane
2: <laughs> i'm trying to fucking go
1: well, uh, New Japan actually just canceled three shows because they, they're in a state of emergency again. Cause, oh,
2: damn, they're back to
1: yeah, because the vaccines aren't rolling out the same way as they are here up there, it's a lot like slower, I believe.
2: Oh, I see. Oh, so, so now it's starting to get worse, yeah.
1: So, uh, I don't know what, they, what Finjuice is going to end up doing because of that. That's crazy, but. With that being said, yeah, Finn Juice Tang still Impact Tag Team Champions, and that leads to another title match: Impact Knockout Championship. Diana Perazzo and Tenille Dashwood. Speaking of a hard hitting women's match, man. Whew,
2: yeah, I don't think I've ever seen the the each other. Tine- I, if you had asked me what my favorite Tenille Dashwood matches, I wouldn't. I couldn't tell you, but this was great. I didn't. I don't remember her being this good.
1: No yeah, she, she's she's good, man. NXT, she was more character wise, but character, and she does a lot of character stuff here. But like she, mm. when when she needs to pull it out and just have yeah. a match, that she can. and They did here.
2: Yeah, definitely. Great. It shows that like yeah, you can. You know, here's what they, we weren't allowed to do. Yeah, and, you know, NXT or WWE wasn't giving us enough to show you, and here yeah, you go. So good for them.
1: Absolutely. Deanna Praza, I've been saying it for months. One of the best in the world right now, regardless of gender. She's so good.
2: Yeah, absolutely. There's a reason that she's their, their champion right now, because she works stiff, and she's just an all-around good wrestler for sure. It seems like every match I
1: see of hers is fucking great. Yeah, there was one knee she threw in here, and I, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah,
2: There's a couple <laughs> of things I was like, god damn, that's stiff as fuck.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was great, though. And she ended up winning with the uh, Queen's Gambit, which is like the uh, – neutralizer basically yeah, yep it was great but uh speaking of great the reason for the season man impact world impact unified world championship impact uh, say that again
2: impact unified world
1: yeah so the main event yeah the main event impact gotcha. world, so the impact unified world championship is the TNA title and the impact title yep like, that's why he had both titles so and also, Rich, they're
2: they're unifying the them so he's only going to have two titles then
1: no, they're they already unified technically because Rich Swann was holding both already.
2: Oh, okay, so so the unified you know,
1: titles were just him having both.
2: Okay, so spoiler alert: Omega's got three titles still, or he just they unified him into one belt.
1: He has four titles now,
2: or four titles I know. I'm sorry, counting the AAA one, but yeah, yeah. So he's got four.
1: Gotcha. Yep. yep. So Kenny Omega versus Rich <laughs> Swann, man.
2: <laughs> Woo-wee.
1: Oh fuck! What a match!
2: How many V triggers? <sighs> Five. I lost track after five.
1: I don't know. He, he, and he did not. From one to however many to the last one, he did not let up. Every single one of them. (laughs) This was
2: like watching Return of the Jedi. Like I know (laughs) what's going to happen at the end. There's going to be. There might be a little bit of fuckery along the way with the double refs. I thought that was going to be. I don't know. I thought that was going to be worse than it was. Um. But. That was the only bad. That was the only bad thing I had to say about this match was them leading into it like, "Oh, we're gonna have two refs," and it's like, "What? What the fuck kind of sense does that make?" And also, Tony Khan being ringside, I thought he was gonna do something.
1: No, that's. Like, I think that's what they what they did that on purpose. They wanted you to think it was gonna be like a kind of fuckery. Yeah, and because they kept showing Don Callis or not Don Callis, um, Scott Demore in the back, so they they were leaving yeah. it there for they wanted people to think it was gonna be like a, a screwjob finish.
2: Yeah. And I love when uh, he's like, "We're gonna have our ref here," and it's fucking Brian Hebner or whatever. He's like, "John hey, Calz." Wait, like, wait what, what's, his what's your last
1: name again? Yeah, he's like,
2: oh, <laughs> "Oh, he's gonna be fair." What's your last name? It's like, oh, <laughs> oh, fuck, I got him. That was a good but, line, dude. What a great match, though. What a what a great main event for sure.
1: Yeah, Kenny Omega was <laughs> Rich Swan. He got some got in some offense, but Jesus Christ, Kenny Omega—the last five minutes was him just beating the absolute hell out of Rich Swan. Yeah. Yep, pretty some much. Of, some of those last V triggers were nuts. Yeah, like brutal.
2: <laughs> yeah, and Rich Swan, like, like it says a lot to his credit that he's able to like you know keep up with not keep up with Kenny Omega, but shows like, hey, this is why I'm the champ here. Yeah, because I can put on a main event match like this. Also, with Kenny, you knew Kenny was going to win, or I, you know, I, I would assume everybody's going to win. How? What do you think, like going forward? With Kenny hitting the, you know, he hits the one winged angel, of course, and nobody kicks out of that. Going forward, what do you think starts happening with all of this? Do you think he starts? He do you think what? Is, what my point? My question is, what does Impact have to gain from this? Do you think that Kenny's going to be on weekly? Do you think um, he just goes back to AEW and and Impact gets that kind of promotion via Kenny being on TNT?
1: Yeah, I think it'll be a little bit of both because I'm sure Ken, he'll have the title defenses, so like that'll be good for them. And I think there's a lot of people who weren't talking about Impact at all until this happened. So,
2: yeah, I, I and think it was trending too. I saw that.
1: Yeah, so I I think regardless, they're they're getting what they wanted out of it. I and I think now with him having the belt, they're definitely gonna get more like mention on AEW television. And as far as where the story goes, I have mm-hmm. no idea. And I love that I don't know because like who can take the belt off to Kenny? Who, like who can beat him?
2: I feel like it's just, it goes by territory. Like, I feel like one by one, he's just going to start, you know, it's his, it's his, uh, you know, this is his infinity war. And then soon enough, we're going to see his endgame where he just starts losing everything.
1: You know what I would love? What if the shock change of having Will Ospreay beat Abushi was so Abush, so Will Ospreay can lose to Kenny. And then Kenny can lose the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship back to Ibushi.
2: That would be fucking dope for sure. I thought you were gonna say Ibushi gets the belt back, takes on Kenny, wins all of the belts, and he
1: becomes god. I don't. I don't think they would do that. I think. <laughs> I just hope that some. You
2: don't think how many times they change the belt? They changed the belt in New Japan more than they have. I think in the past ten years.
1: That's true, yeah. In the past year. That's true. I, I'm just hoping that it leads to a, I just want to I want a Bushy and Kenny because they keep say they keep calling him wrestling God. Yeah. And there's no way that's an accident. Ooh. And I don't know if it's just them saying it to make people think they're gonna do it. Just to be oh, a, like
2: Bushi just, shows up on dynamite. Do you pee or poop your pants? <laughs> I,
1: I will hit a a rooney in my living room. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Can you dig it,
1: sucker? Well, speaking of speaking of New Japan, let's talk about this here. So they post they they did a uh, tease for Slam at a, a full like promo package. Yeah, and the tagline was July, whatever the date is. Our world changes again, and they showed flashes of a bunch of people. They they showed flashes of a bunch of a uh, bunch of footage of people who f- formerly worked in Impact, like they did last year after all the releases happened. So they showed Samoa Joe, they mm-hmm. showed Chelsea, Chelsea Green, Green. Yep. they showed Mickey James they showed <laughs> Tetsuya Naito damn they showed the great muda
2: yeah but of the, all those people they showed the last time how many actually showed up
1: i don't know cuz they uh, showed
2: like daniel bryan or something didn't they
1: i don't remember i think they the they
2: showed a couple that were active WWE guys at the time yeah
1: i, I but he, they 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 did show they showed mm-hmm. a Mexican flag, which mm. a Andrade. Yeah. And, true. and then they, they showed an Australian flag. Because those those are the people they don't have footage of. Iconics. Oh, iconics, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they don't have footage of them, so they they can't legally show them. But they since mm. they own the the footage of when the people had formerly wrestled it, in Impact, they can show them.
2: Right, 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 right. So I don't know. I mean, it's cool. On I think it's cool, and it's more believable that those New Japan guys would show up. And I don't know, it'd be interesting to see who actually shows up.
1: Yeah, I think because they showed
2: I, what EC3, Eric Young. I think on the last one, and both those guys I think showed up.
1: Yeah, they still they both showed up.
2: Um, who else? That's all I can think of. But a few did show back up.
1: Yes, they had like a, a bunch of debuts last year. Too like Cardona maybe. Matt Cardona showed up. Cardona, Cardona showed up. Meyer showed up. Heath showed up.
2: Yeah, Heath,
1: Yep. I don't know. I guess we'll see where they go with it. But like, like we said, Kenny Omega hits the one winged angel. Nobody kicks out of that, and he is now, he the belt collector has collected another another two belts, four four titles right now, four of them. But I'm very excited to see what they do with that. And we're be talking more about Kenny Omega in just a second. But before we do that. Hop in your boat, go across the pond. <laughs> What's happening over there?
2: Also, I'd like to. It'd be interesting to see what kind of numbers they did too with this. Uh, with Kenny Omega being on it, yeah, I'd be interested I'm to see interested that.
1: Interested in that too. I have to see what I'm sure Meltzer will put that out there eventually.
2: Yeah, definitely. So that's cool. Good for them, though. I'm sure they got Absolutely. a lot of a lot of pay per view buys from that. But yeah, over to the UK, and I'll be doing you for that we got uh, the opening match was Eddie Dennis versus Joe coffee and Joe coffee is so good. Like I can't explain how much I would love to see him have a rematch or I don't know how many matches he had before with Walter, but I could definitely see that being a match in the future. Joe coffee and, and Walter just because of how much he's improved. And yeah, not to say that he was bad before, but now he's fucking, he's got a great body. He's got a great look. Yeah, so it'd be cool to see him. But this is uh, Eddie Dennis uh, and Joe Coffey. But uh, what's his name? T-Bone. Uh, Tyson T-Bone. Tyson T-Bone. Thank you. Sorry. And Primate uh try to interfere in this match. Gall- Gallus boys come out to get the save. Uh, Joe Coffey ends up getting the win with the spinning lariat. It was a good match. Quick. Um, Eddie Dennis, I don't know if he... Took a break or something. He's injured, and he just kind of did a manager role for a little bit. But he has such an odd look to him.
1: Yeah, he does. He's, he's really lanky. <laughs> he's
2: very lanky. Like he looks like if Joe Coffee hit him hard enough, he would break for sure. But then they kept saying that he was like a black belt judo guy and all this stuff. So uh, I don't know. I don't know where they go with this either. But yeah, so Joe Coffee gets the win. Galas Boys on top. G B O T. Then we get a uh, Ilya Dragunov promo pretty much showing a montage of what you had predicted before where he's kind of like having flashbacks to him snapping and all these matches. And, it le- and it's stemming from the Walter match, basically like sending him into a, a Hulk uh, or like a psycho version of himself. Yeah, exactly. Give this guy the pencil. Give it to me. <laughs> but that'll so be cool to see what they do with him next. I haven't, He hasn't wrestled in a while, so. I'm sure he'll have a match where he's not just squashing motherfuckers, but next we get Dave Mastiff versus Sam Gradwell. Um, this was actually a good match. But it was very quick. Gradwell took a nasty lariat um, from Dave Mastiff. That was probably the the main offensive move that Mastiff got in on him. Uh, he ended up get like started working the knee of Mastiff, but Sam Gradwell gets a win, which surprised me a lot because... Uh, he, oh and he also won with the falcon arrow which was weird i didn't oh, know that was his hey, finisher hey, he did or the deal
1: he, he did, did the deal the falcon arrow
2: nobody nobody Well, oh, dave mastiff didn't so <laughs> i feel like sam gradwell is like that heel uh guy who kind of works with the talent that they're starting to push up you know okay uh, but he actually ended up getting the win so that was cool to see that then we get a valkyrie promo uh she's they keep they keep hinting at she wants to she wants a match with uh, Mako satamura so she's gonna get that next week so that'll be good to see then we get a women's match it's Danny Luna versus your favorite G a jena and uh this was a really good match Danny Luna is really good Jennynny's really good uh it was stiff um she hit her finishing move is a, it's like a ripcord clothesline but into a pele kick that's jenny's finisher sorry that's sick pronouns um and then yeah so she Ginny gets the win she's got joseph connors on the outside he comes in to like hold danny luna but then webster and morgan come in for a save um i guess the commentary said that they train together they can't him up together i don't know that's just it kind of was just like oh this is fucking random (laughs) so yeah so there's that then uh, we get to our main event, which is Mustache Mountain versus Shaw Samuels and Noam Dar. A little bit of a twist to the mustache. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong. Was Pete Dunn in mustache mountain or was it always just these two?
1: Uh, mustache yeah. mountain was always those two, but uh, British strong style was uh, the three of them.
2: Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I always, I, I don't know why I always thought that it was just, it was those three, but anyways, um, it was a good match. Great, great match. Um, the the uh, sorry Shaw Samuels and Noam Dar were kind of taking it to Trent 7 most of the match. Um he was just kind of getting beat down beat down and then eventually that led to Tyler Bate getting the hot tag. Of he course. comes in, starts working over the the heels. Um Trent 7 was giving out these nasty fucking chops, baby. Some fucking meaty man shopping the
1: fuck out. Oh, you Detroit. love that. But
2: um, nothing really stood out as far as, uh, uh, you know, what Samuels. This is just your standard British match, you know? Yeah. They were beating the fuck out of Trent Seven most of the match. But the finish comes with Mustache Mountain getting the win with a, I know you'll like this, with an assisted burning hammer. So he gets Ooh. he gets Noam Dar. Trent Seven gets Noam Dar up with the burning, burning hammered. Tyler Bate jumps off the top rope, uh, you know, does like a, a what's that, a, coude, a coup de grace yeah. stomp. Into the flip.
1: Well wow, that's sick.
2: So it's like an assisted burning hammered. So mustache gets the win. Yeah. And that was NXT UK. Um, it was a decent show. Like I said, every week is like, there's at least one match that's worth watching. Uh, this week would have been, yeah, that one, the main event, but man, it's
1: okay. Well, you'd love to see it. you love a burning hammer finish. I'll, I'll always be a fan of that. <laughs> oh, that
2: always get a pop with you, brother.
1: Absolutely. Well, speaking of something that got a pop of me, this episode of AEW Dynamite was a great one. Oh it yeah. started Dude, off.
2: We got to send the save the best for last. This happens every week, always, it's like constantly happening.
1: Always. AEW is
2: the main event of our what we're talking about.
1: Absolutely, and it, the, not the main event, but the first match of the, the show could have been a main event itself: Ricky Stark against Hangman Page. Man, they came man. out and had a very physical match, very, very physical match. Ricky Starks tried to die in this. Match. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> he he go <laughs> Hangman throws him in a German and Ricky tries to flip over, but he doesn't get all the way around. So he just lands directly on his neck and his neck literally folded like a accordion. And he did even no know. sold it. He it's like dude. No just, sold
2: it. <laughs> we all saw it. We all saw how nasty it was. Maybe just kind of switch it up. Just kind of make it seem like you fucking almost broke your neck. You know what I
1: mean? Hey, he he was like, no, nah, I'm good. Let's go.
2: Sometimes a, sometimes a botch could be a positive, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it, it looked disgusting. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was like, oh my so. god! But yeah, man, they they beat the hell out of each other. They hit each other really hard. Uh, Hangman did a really cool avalanche fallaway slam that he always does. I love that when he does that. Yep. Um, Ricky kind of landed awkward on his ankle there, so that kind of turned into the rest of the mat the, the whole story of the match that Hangman was working that ankle. Yeah. Um. And the finish comes where, well, first off, Ricky Starks has one of the best fears in wrestling right now.
2: Oh, hands down. Hands down, for sure. <laughs> His, Ricky so Starks is one of the best wrestlers, period, for sure. I, feel yeah, like I love
1: I, I love Ricky Starks, man. Dude's a star. Dude is a star. But the finish comes where Ricky's going for the Rochambeau. Hangman uses the ropes to push off to reverse it. And then he flips Ricky over into a bulldog choke and also grabs the injured ankle at the same time. So Ricky has to tap. I thought that was really, really cool.
2: Yeah, I did too. I don't usually see Hangman doing a submission finisher, too.
1: Me either. That was a really like a uh, surprising way to finish the match. Everybody wants to see some cowboy shit and see a a, a buckshot buck lariat. He didn't even hit one in this match, which is surprising. There you go. But after the match, Tad stands up because he, he was on commentary for this one. He says, "Hey, Hangman, Adam, Adam, Hangman, Hangman, over here, <laughs> dummy, I'm over here." <laughs> You you got lucky tonight, but what you need to do is watch your back. You really need to watch your back, like watch your back right now. And then this menace hook in the leather pants and the
0: yeah, white what beater, the and I
1: don't know. This man's going crazy. <laughs> Comes out, hits him with a chop block. He starts playing Dance, Dance Revolution on Dance Dance's Revolution on his chest.
2: Yeah, he's got to work. He's got to get. You know, he's a little green. That's all.
1: Yeah, hey, he's still the greatest wrestler in the world. Hookahjame.
2: He's the greatest wrestler in the
1: world. Hookahjame
2: the greatest. My God. He might have one of the best names for sure, but he needs to work on them kicks,
1: Brad. Yeah, those kicks. His stomps needs to work for that. He'll get there. He'll get Who there. Who was that guy that used to, the
2: indie guy that used to, uh like, dance and kick people? What was his name? Human he kind of did, like, a step and clap and then kicked the guy.
1: Human Tornado.
2: Human Tornado, yes. Thank you. Those were the kind of kicks I was seeing.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, yeah, uh he attacks, and then Ricky kind of just tries to slide over, still limping, throw yep. some shots in, and then uh, Brian Cage comes out. He's gonna hit him with the the JBL power bomb with this, the, the, put the scar out on his back. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, Dark Order make the save. And hey, not today, bud. Not today.
2: I thought Cage was doing like he was about to leave Team Taz because of what the Sting stuff. What happened with that?
1: I, I, th- I think it's still in the background. They're doing a little uh, a, a little slow burn with it. I think. Oh. And then we see the uh, elite getting their own trailer. They're walking up. They got the danglies going on. They these are, this is the most insane looking group of humans on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are these guys wearing? <laughs> like what the fuck? Oh, Brandon Cutler's their personal photographer, and he has the Rip Hamilton mask on.
2: I he, saw that because he like, broke what? his
1: orbital bone. Fuck.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, did he really break his orbital bone?
1: Yeah, Penta oh. broke it.
2: <laughs>
1: like shoot or yeah, not... shoot shoot. Oh my. Yeah, he, he like broke his nose in two places and his orbital bone. Oh Jesus! What did he do? I don't know. Something on a, in a match on Dark against Pentagon oh my and Phoenix.
2: God, <laughs> yeah, he's seeing Dark now.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, they get their own their own little trailer to go in there, and then we get Trent against Pensa with Alex Abrahentes. Have they always used the question mark with Trent? Or yeah, what? It's, it's always been his name? But oh, but okay. I think I think. Uh, justin roberts said it differently this time because i like i know he always always has always had the question mark but i don't think he normally like pronounces it as a question which i thought was hilarious that yeah. he did it that way i think he, yeah. he needs to keep doing that it's funny
2: why does he have the question what's the story behind the question mark
1: because he doesn't own trent beretta so he's like trent so he started using because like he got like the cease and because he was using trent beretta on the indies because that was his oh. wwe name oh what the fuck i didn't even know he's in wwe he was in wwe for a while he was uh, in WWE CW he, for a while, too. Well, that's why I didn't see him. Yeah. Because it didn't take long for me to realize what the fuck
2: was going on there and just not watch it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think he was on SmackDown for a while, too.
2: Oh, okay. Well,
1: But, but yeah, so he's he, he just started using Trent just because he's like that type of guy. He's like, all right, I can't use my full name. Well, I'm just going to be Trent question mark because I don't have another name. I can't think. I can think of one.
2: Hey, wasn't he Trenty <laughs> something? Trenty locks? That's just,
1: that's just his Twitter name.
2: Oh, but I thought he went wrestled under that in New Japan, no?
1: I think it was just Trent. Oh,
2: okay. Gotcha. Trent,
1: Trent question mark. But Pentagon did have a new theme here and it was sick. Yeah. And I and he had the Batman mask on, which was insane. That was cool. That was cool. <laughs> I and I love Alex Aberhentis with this guy. I think What's his name? Alex Was it? Alex aberhentis I like him too. He, it works really well. <laughs> with Pentagon it works really well. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad they're going with this. I'm waiting for a
2: Penta Says shirt. That's, Penta Says? Out. Is it really?
1: Out. Yeah. Dude, I, I
2: was I have not seen that. So <laughs> great minds. Give me Alex, the... He was
1: wearing it. Alex give me the merch
2: place. pencil. Oh, was he really? Okay, yeah. well then fuck. Maybe subconsciously. That's where I got it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, this match was really fun. They have some pretty good chemistry. Uh, Penta hit a disgusting... Pow- or no, Trent had a disgusting pile pow- driver in the apron to Penta. Mm-hmm. Yep. It like this it is one of those things where it's like
2: there's so much shit I can't even remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: But to add, uh, Trent's on the after that pile driver. Trent's on the offense outside, and Alexander Penta gets the mic. He's like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait!" Before the match, Penta wanted me to say something. Penta says that you suck. Your friend sucks, and you know who else sucks the most? Your mom. Your mama. <laughs> <laughs> and Trent just gets a gets a chair and chases him into the ring. Uh, Orange Cassidy gets to the ring and starts. He puts his hands in his pocket because, of course, he does. Yeah. Then Penta super to him. <laughs> yeah, of course, he does. <laughs> and then while, and while the ref is dealing with that, Alexander says grabs the mic and bops Trent on the head with it. And that leads yeah. to a uh, fear factor package pile driver, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. For the one, two, three.
2: Penta wins. Yeah, Penta says a- I win.
1: Yep. It's not just really fun. Really, really fun. I agree. And then, boy, oh, boy. We got the pinnacle interview with Jr.
2: Who we?
0: <laughs>
1: Maxwell Jacob Freeman. He's done it again.
2: <laughs> yes, sir.
1: What a promo, man.
2: <laughs> gold, baby. It's always gold. It's always going to be gold. But surprisingly, the the, the uh, dark horse in this was was war horse. Oh, no it's pun
1: intended. It's war loaded. It's war. Why well, I say war horse? I knew uh, what you meant.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know what I meant. Wardlow. low. Uh, yeah. He was the dark horse in this. I was like, God damn, he, that was a good promo. That was good.
1: He said, Chris Jericho. They say you got the you got one of the best promos in the business. Well, it was pretty good. So you said my name the second you said Wardlow, you knew you were doing something wrong. I was like, Oh, let's go.
2: <laughs> yeah, because he said you got a. What do you say? He goes, you got a million dollar body,
1: but a yeah. uh, 10 ten cent. Well, he or said no, it no. He
2: that's the way he should have said it. He yeah. said you got a million dollar brain and ten, ten cent, cent body. body. Yeah.
1: So he so he, they turned it into part of the part of their promo. And I thought that was great.
2: That's good shit.
1: And MJF, just, I don't even, just I can't even break down this promo the way he said it. Because yep. he started screaming
2: at some point, which you know is good once he starts yelling like that. Yep. I would like to say something about this, though, about the pinnacle. When the horsemen were the horsemen, and I'm not comparing, obviously, at different times, a different place, but you had Flair. Everybody knows Flair can talk. That's a given. But Arn could also talk. Tully could talk when he wanted to uh, only not so much, but he could, you know, he was like the fourth guy in that. You got to start letting these other guys talk, showing they could talk. They did that with Wardlow and that's great. But Wardlow's kind of the, he's kind of the fifth guy. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of the, the bodyguard. He's the muscle. Yeah. And I know FTR can talk. Um, I know that uh, Sean Spears, Sean Spears can talk. But it's like I I can't remember the last good promo he did, you know? Maybe with the what he did with Cody, you know? Yeah, yeah. So he know, we know he could talk. So like, we everybody knows MJF can talk. That's a given. He's the flair. Let these other guys start talking. You
1: know what I mean? I think this is only like the third week that they've had like promos, though. So I think it, I think that'll come in right, time. Right, but this but... isn't
2: the third promo from MJF. He's a given that you know, like it's gonna be gold. Yeah, and. I'm I think it's more like, of a
1: thing where he's like the leader though. So I think he's going to be like the, I I don't I don't think it's going to be like a horseman thing where it's gonna Where like they all are equals. I think it's going to be more of him being the, like the actual leader of the thing. Kind of like that's how true. inner circle is.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. But we'll go ahead. We'll get, we'll get to it. I don't want to jump the, jump the gun.
1: Yeah, this is a great, a great promo, And we'll get it. Let's, we'll, we'll talk about the inner circle in a little bit, <laughs> yeah. but I, I teased this earlier, man. AW Women's Title match, Ty Conti and Hikaru Shida. Whew, what a match! This was great. great. This was, yep. uh, this was awesome, man. They these two have really good chemistry, and I, I say this every time Kai Conti has a crazy showing, but I cannot believe WWE let her go because, <laughs> like,
2: yeah, this is this is her. Like she just gets better and better every week that we see her. She really and, does. Um. Yeah, I, I honestly thought that she might have like she might have won this. Like I'm halfway it got through the really match like, yeah, she times. might win. It was, yeah,
1: it was really close a lot of times, man. She every knee she throws looks like it would kill you.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure you could tell she's got mixed martial arts background for sure. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, so much here. She hit some really cool judo throws. Her, I love her judo throws. They're so smooth. Like yep. she, she's like do like the three in a row. Um She'd have hit that disgusting uh, witch's shot backbreaker over the top turnbuckle. Yes, that looked like it hurt so bad.
2: <laughs> that was so nasty. And then the senton from, it was like a senton drop from. Uh, from, yeah, she, she
1: had her like uh, draped on top of the top rope, and then yes. jumped over her.
2: That was crazy. I'm like, this could go bad, but it,
1: it, it looked it looked really, cool. good. It looked really
2: yeah, good. Yeah, definitely. What was the witch's shot? i I remember them saying that, and I remember I'm trying to think what that what that what does that look like.
1: It was like, you know how was Cole commanded the Chicago skyline? Like the, on the top rope where he just dropped yes. him down? It was yep. that, but she flipped her over and just draped her back over the top. Oh, that's right. Yep. It looked like it hurt so bad. Yeah.
2: And Witch's Shot. <laughs> that's a fucking, what a cool name.
1: It's a sick name. Yeah. Um, so much here. Was, Ty hit the Ty KO and it was only for two. I was like, oh, wow. Very surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she hit the dude buster for two. She hits a backbreaker and then the katana sh- knee strike for the one, two, three. And she laid that one in too. that last knee. She,
2: yeah, she definitely did. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's I... why ties in the fucking, um, you know, the, the, the little promo before, like that's on TNT for dynamite of her, just giving some girl the fucking boot, you know yep. what I mean? <laughs> so she can, she can lay it in too. So both these girls can, and it was, a great match. Like you said,
1: great match. And then after the match, the doctor will see you now. Britt Baker comes out, and points to this to the screen that shows the rankings, and then the rankings explode, and it shows now number one contender, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Britt Baker DMD. Yes, it's, sir. it's time. She's double or nothing that built hers.
2: Gotta be. It's gotta be.
1: And, and I'm I'm pumped for it because she's it's time. It, she's she's the star, man. She's she's got it.
2: It's time. It's Britt Baker time. Exactly <laughs> It's tennis time <laughs> It's tennis time Yeah Oh fuck no I didn't trying to do that the time.
1: <laughs> But then we get a Miro promo He's still saying He doesn't know where Kip is But He needs He needs a vindication Vindication Is the word I'm trying to say <laughs> yeah. Vindication He wants the belts <laughs> He says "Hey, If you got a belt I'm coming for you But who should I Who should I take the belt from first he, What do you think Darby I think he could be the one To beat Darby for it
2: Yeah If he does go after Darby He's definitely gonna win the belt
1: Oh, absolutely! Sounds. So I, I I'd be cool with it.
2: Yeah, it's fine. I like Miro. I like Miro's work in the ring more than I have this since he's got there for sure. I think. I think.
1: I don't know. I, I've enjoyed it just so because he's like. You could tell he's having fun with it, but I mm. think him going the seri- more serious route is working better for sure.
2: Agreed. Yep.
1: But with that being said, then we get, next we get a uh, Shivani interview with the inner circle. Jericho was off his game tonight. I don't know what, in my yeah, opinion, he,
2: yeah, definitely it was it was a little off too.
1: Like it it seemed really off, but Santana, but he that's was what, on point, man.
2: <laughs> that's exactly what I was gonna say. Just like Wardlow was with Pinnacle, Santana stuck out here by get, getting the mic and being able to talk, and I think, I mean, all these guys i mean ortiz he can't he's kind of you don't really i don't know i've never really seen a good promo maybe you have i don't know
1: he can talk I, but he he's more like the uh hype, the man, hype of, man yeah
2: exactly and hager can't i mean hager smash that's about all he says hager
1: said you about to be sucking your own meat through straws yeah i was like wait <laughs> what? what did he
2: say, <laughs> <laughs> did you just say what i think <laughs> he, he he did yeah and uh but yeah, man, Santana, and he gave that fucking great promo when he was the um, eye for an eye thing, the eye for an eye match. Yeah, yes, thank you. That was fucking fantastic. And Sammy Guevara could talk too, man. So
1: I think no matter what, like how how some of some of the inner circle stuff has fallen flat, they, there's no denying that these guys have all benefited from from, from this because yeah. once this once this team's over, these guys are all made stars, ready ready for whatever they need to do.
2: Definitely. And I love that they still all flip off the camera even though it's kind of like Yeah, a even thing, though their faces, but, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: Jericho starts singing a show tune but then he forgets the words. I don't know what that was. Yeah,
2: I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't know. Who yeah, knows, man.
1: He was really off. I don't know what that was. It, yeah. It, maybe, I don't know. MJ smoked him, though. That's that's Yes, sure. he did. <laughs> but,
2: yeah, it can't all be winners, I guess. Yeah,
1: but speaking of a winner, let's talk about, talk about the factory. Billy Gunn versus QT Marshall... Q T Marshall was not wearing his 20 Brown shirt here, unfortunately.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: but, but by God, Billy Gunn is massive.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, what? How old is he? He's 56. My God, dude, <laughs> doesn't make any sense.
1: He's on that fucking Vince McMahon regiment where he's just dude.
2: like an old man's head with a fucking just jack body. <laughs> he, he looks He's a big insane. boy too, man. I met him. <laughs> he's a big bastard.
1: He looks insane. And nice QT, guy. He was bumping his ass off of Billy Gunn. Was, yep. it was hilarious this match ruled just cause it was it it was just ridiculous I loved it uh, during the match the gun club ended up brawling with Mr. Freak Beast and Aaron Solo yeah and, Solo
2: uh, and the Go-Go and the Show Show
1: exactly Camarado <laughs> Show and Yo <laughs>
2: oh wait wrong show sorry
1: Forbidden Door well dude what a
2: match would that be Solo a Go-Go versus Yo and Show
1: Yeah, (laughs) show better get ready to hit get hit in the stomach and be done. (laughs) Oh
2: hell, they ain't doing a job, (laughs) brother.
1: Well, with that being said, during the match after when they once that brawl is all happening, Anthony Gogo comes hits the ring, hits Billy Gunn with that that uh punch to the solar plexus, and that's it. He he's holding the stomach rolls into the ring, (laughs) Diamond Cutter one two three, QT Marshall on top, and then. Anthony Gogo grabs a chair from 1947. I was say, dude. <laughs> I knew as soon as I seen this chair, I'm like, what the fuck?
2: Like, where did they get that motherfucker? It's a call,
1: it's a callback to a dusty thing. So uh huh? uh big Bubba Rogers, the big boss man, and his debut his debut in WCW. They yeah. did this exact thing. Oh. So it's weird. It's a weird callback. <laughs> hey, Dustin said, all right, I'm going to do it.
2: <laughs> hey, remember when Big Bubba Rogers fucking debuted in 19, <laughs> what, fucking 82? <laughs> and people were going to say, uh, I was born in 19... I was born in 2000. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, right. <laughs> Nobody remembers that shit. But, but regardless,
1: hey. this was sick because QT, QT goes to hit Billy with the chair. Dustin makes a save. He has Cowbell. He's the Joker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Dustin grabs the chair and hits Nick Camarado in the head with his chair. And it literally disintegrates. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's risky business, baby.
1: And he knows. it. So this man's the craziest looking guy I've ever seen. This oh is, yeah. He looks insane. <laughs> He's just a caveman for sure. Exactly. I thought this man, I thought this little segment was cool, but yeah, I agree. Then we get the big clips in their trailer, the kind of little promo. And then as they're, as they're, uh, Tizenshes talking shop, whatever you want to call it.
2: <laughs> Stupid, <laughs> so dumb. They have their own fucking language at this point.
1: They, uh, Kenny's talking. And he's and he's like, I'm gonna get serious. And he's like talking. He's like, uh, you don't like the elite, blah 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 blah. Honking, and then he tries to ignore. It. He's like, oh, this is really bothering me. <laughs> and uh Gal's like, we're live, pal. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And he says, "Gallows, what is that?" He looks at the thing, the thing. He's like, "Oh, guys!" And as he says, "Oh, guys," it cuts out to the other camera outside, and it's a big, uh, big truck. I don't know what brand it is, but
2: it looks like a Chevy. I I don't remember offhand. Could have been a Ram.
1: I don't know. But it was a big old, tr- big old pickup truck, and in, in the front <laughs> seat are Moxie and Eddie Kingston, and they ram into the trailer. They get out, <laughs> and I, I love the interplay. There's some talking on the way around. You're like, oh, here we come, here we come, and they get in there. It's like, oh, where they at? Where they at? Eddie Kingston says, y'all cowards, beat. <laughs> yeah, dude. I thought Eddie
2: K- Kingston from like just the the dome line. I thought he was wearing a neck brace. <laughs> Like just from when he was in the in the truck, I'm like, is he wearing a fucking neck brace? That'd be insane.
1: Eddie Kingston in a neck brace.
2: That'd be <laughs> that'd be even better. That'd make it better. <laughs> he's just trying to
1: like fight people in a neck brace, or no, he cranks it in an accident in a neck brace. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, they have the lead pipe. They're hit, walking around hitting the walls of the thing. They, they get inside, and the elite has run out because they saw them coming at the last second. And uh, <laughs> Kingston's looking for their sneakers, <laughs> and he's like. And uh, Moxie's like, I told you, stop trying to steal steal people's sneakers. He's like, Ah, man. Hey, I'm from Yonkers. What can I say?
2: <laughs> Mad King, huh?
1: <laughs> and Stealing I,
2: sneakers, huh?
1: My favorite part was uh, they're, as they're leaving, <laughs> Moxley throws the pipe through the window and it almost hits Eddie. He's like, yo, you couldn't wait till I was out of the way? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and and Moxley's like, you should have moved. He's like, hey, I was trying to. I love you, but come on, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, right? I was like, what the fuck? You was hit
1: him? The back and forth between those two is so funny, man.
2: Oh yeah, it's gold.
1: I I think they're going Bucks versus Eddie and Moxie for the at the pay per view, and I think it's gonna be great.
2: Ooh, I want them to win the titles.
1: Dude, I would love it. That dude. that'd be dope. <laughs> that'd be so dope. I'd be, I'm f- so for that, but it I guess won't we'll, happen. But hey, eh, maybe you never know.
2: Ah, tag champs. Ah,
1: huh? I, I would love it, but with that being said, said next we got powerhouse Hobbs taking on Christian Cage. And powerhouse house man, I love that they don't have him wrestling much on the show because when he does, it feels like it, it feels special because this dude, he is special, <laughs>
2: definitely. And he he got a lot of shit and yeah, he
1: was beating the hell out of Christian. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say Christians was like, hey man, you could damn near go over.
1: Yeah, he basically he almost did. He he threw him around the whole ring, and most of it was just him dominating. But then he goes up to go for the, the Oklahoma Stampede mm. or, uh, Town Business is what he he calls it, which is. <laughs> That's sick.
2: (laughs) Town business? I don't
1: understand that. I don't either, but that's what it's called. It's called town business. There you go. That's risky business. He has him up for the town business, and he does the little Christian taunt looking for his peeps, Uh and him him taking that second to to taunt. Christian slips out the back, hits the kill switch, the unpretty or whatever you want to call it for the one, two, three. And then uh, after Ricky Starks comes out to check on Hobbs, and him and Christian have a little, like, stare down so i don't i think i hope they do that match that'd be That'll yep. great definitely that will be awesome then we get a little uh vignette from jay cargill saying every manager in aew is trying to recruit her which hey i don't blame him she, but she says you know <laughs> i don't need a manager but if if you want me you better better come with a good offer
2: <laughs> jake the snake's coming to talk to her
1: yeah right <laughs> oh god run run <laughs> But that leads into our main event of the evening. TNT title. Darby Allen, the champion, taking on Jungle Boy. <laughs>
2: whoa, 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 whoa.
1: This is a different match from these guys than I thought it would be. It was very like technical. I was thinking it going to be more of like a high-flying flying affair, but I thought they, the way they did this was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I'm glad they did more of a technical because, I don't know, I just feel like that works a little bit better it's better when darby wrestles a big guy and starts doing like more careless like just throwing himself at the yeah. fucking guy uh with this you know jungle boy's more his size so they can actually work a, you know just a regular standard professional wrestling match so. definitely and it was great i just you know i didn't like the ending but um uh, really yeah i wasn't big on the ending wasn't big on it i mean i i could have saw it coming for sure but uh just uh, I guess after the match, the oh. after match stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: well, we'll get to the, the finish. Darby gets the win, the flash pin with the Last Supper, and then after the match, Darth, uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page attack. Ego he Ego hits the uh, Eagles Edge, mm. and then Sting and Lantarcher to make the save. What about it? What weren't you too fond of?
2: I don't know. It's just too much going on. I would have been fine with just Ego and uh, Scorpio Sky coming out and jumping him. You know what I mean? And then that's it. But with Archer and Sting, it's like, all right, this is like too many guys.
1: I don't know where they're going with the Archer and Sting thing.
2: I don't either. Are they going to wrestle? Or are they going to? Is he going to kill? Is everyone? Does everyone die?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at not knowing where things are going to go, though. So I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with it. Yeah.
2: Like I said, this is the main event show. Uh, of the week, this is the show that I look forward to watching. Everybody can call me a Mark for AEW. You know, I wasn't for a long time. You know, yeah. I thought NXT. I actually watched NXT before AEW when a couple times before you know they switched nights. But it's just like AEW just shot way ahead of everybody, and it's like I don't know, man. This is the this is the show to watch at least for my. Group audience, I guess, or whatever the what do they call it? Like a uh, target Demo- audience demographic. demographic, like my era of wrestling fan. Yeah, I don't know. This
1: appeals more to me. So, definitely, I agree. It's definitely my favorite show of the week, but I'm really excited to see what they do next week. I think they got a uh, 10 versus Darby next week, mm-hmm. Brian Cage versus Hangman Page, which will be great. Yep, uh, Young Bucks versus the Seidel brothers, which I think will be really good.
2: Oh, yeah. Are we getting Starks and Christian?
1: No, they haven't announced that. Gotcha. Um, I think there's one more match. I can't remember what. Oh, it was a six man tag: the Nightmare Family against the the Factory. Okay, so that'd be fun. And uh, I think there's one more thing, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, the uh, Inner Circle Pinnacle oh, yeah. Parlay.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've instead of a contract in... shi- signing, they have the parlay. I guess. Yeah,
1: now. yeah. Basically. Um. Oh wow! Next week's the Go Home Show to to. Um, shout out yes go good 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 uh, good name guys yeah. I wonder where they got that from <laughs> yep but it's the last show before blood and guns that's right yep i did you hear them say in the commentary that blood and Guts is gonna be a one match show no i didn't see is that what they said i th- i don't know if i heard it wrong but i i thinking about it it kind of makes sense
2: wait so that would be the only match on the show
1: because it kind of has to be because the match can't start until everybody's in the ring and it's all one by one entrances so that takes a while
2: yeah that I don't know um, I have no idea maybe I, they do I'm like promos and stuff yeah they do a few promos and then well how long is dynamite it's fucking what two hours Two hour, uh, uh,
1: hour, hour 40 but if they do like three promos uh, word games matches are between normally like 40 to an hour yeah, and they're not
2: doing it. You know, they're doing it on free TV. So yeah, I guess you get your I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. Hmm.
1: It, I guess we'll see. What, it's that's definitely a risk, but I think I like that they'll try. They're willing to try something different.
2: Yeah, agreed.
1: So I think I think that's gonna be a bloodbath no matter what. Speaking of bloodbaths, yes, sir. I was waiting. I was hoping <laughs> you would say that. I, I left it open for you to say it.
2: <laughs> ah, the Segway King is taking yes, that. Sir.
1: Well for this week's match of the week, we're going back uh, six years, August 5th, 2015 Lucha underground for the settle. Mieto match vampiro taking on Pentagon jr. And mad, you know what we do for the match of the week. You better strap in and take the wheel. How crazy is this match?
2: Yeah, dude, this was probably, if you were, if you never watched Lucha underground, this is the match to watch. I mean, this was the one of the few that actually really stuck out to me um, as a fan. I don't, remember i mean i might have missed a few weeks of the show so i didn't see every episode but this match at least and we talked about it at least being on tv in america on a decent network i guess at the time i think they had already moved to l ray network
1: yeah they were always on that l ray. Was,
2: yeah but there wasn't the whole time though right they started on what spike
1: no it was always l ray i'm pretty sure
2: really yeah hmm. i don't know for some reason i thought maybe TNA used to be on Spike. TNA, I don't know. TNA
1: was on Spike, yeah.
2: Okay, that makes sense then. But the violence in this match and like, this is pretty <laughs> it's much insane. a death match. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. Like,
2: and that's insane for it to be on cable as a death match. Um, so, <laughs> but this was Pentagon Jr., which is this is the first, this is where I first saw him was in Luke Underground I'm about you. Yeah, same. And, yeah. And, yeah. And he's taking on Vampiro. And the entrance alone of vampiro so is cool. worth <laughs> watching. This for sure. He comes through the crowd dressed as like a dead pope with like yep. the face paint, which hopefully, and I might be, you know, corrected if I'm wrong. Before that, Ghost Band started doing, and I think this happened.
1: I don't know. That Ghost Band's been around forever.
2: Oh, that Ghost Band sucks, anyways. But
1: this they got is some riffs. Weird. I don't know. They, they got, got good riffs. songs? They got some riffs. I'll send you a riff a song after the show.
2: Oh, well, Vampiro's cooler. But
1: yes, that's com- true. Yes. <laughs>
2: he comes through, he's doing the dead pope gimmick, but he's doing the vampire thing with the fingers, like ah, yeah. I'm crazy. Uh he comes with the the smoking, you know, um whatever that a yeah thing. Yeah, this little gimmick comes out, you know, and then the match pops off. It's fucking it was great. Create violent uh deathmatch, we got light bulbs, we got fucking thumbtacks, chair shots,
1: fire, 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 Nyah, fire. Um cement bumps.
2: Cement bumps, uh fighting through the crowd. Yep. Lots of blood. Um a whole lot of blood. Whole lot of blood. A ripped mask. Uh, so this is the closest thing I've seen to Pentagon Jr. without a mask. But this is on YouTube for free. Absolutely. It's about 15 minutes. I suggest you watch it.
1: Yeah, I don't think this is a match where we should go down every move. I think we just say that you guys should watch it because yeah. it's just violent. And especially if you're a deathmatch guy, you would love this. And if you're a Pentagon Junior fan or a Vampiro fan, watch this match. It's yes. it's it's great. It's great. Yep. And the finish is uh Pentagon Jr. doing a Yurinagi through a flaming table for the one, two, three. Yeah. And then after <laughs> the match God. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then after the match he breaks Vampiro's arm.
2: He breaks his arm, which Vampiro requested that he do for some reason. Yes, he did. And then I guess I don't remember this, but uh, maybe Pentagon was hinting at that he served a master, like a higher power master.
1: Yeah, and he wasn't sure who it was. He was getting like secret messages and stuff. That's right. Yep. And it ends up being Vampiro. Oh, my God. It ends up being
2: the broken armed Vampiro.
1: Yes, sir. Seto Mieto. Zero fear. They both have it.
2: They both have it. And. Both of them have a lot less blood after this match.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, man. Make sure you guys take, check that match out on YouTube. It was awesome. Uh, next week, I think this next episode, episode 51. Uh, oh, that's going to be the last episode before the theme song episode next week. Let's go.
0: I don't
2: know
1: why I started saying John Cena theme song. Yeah, but... your time is up. <laughs> Raw's time, time is, is up. Raw's right. time is up. SmackDown's time is now. Yay! Next week, we're talking about SmackDown. Raw little bit of a spoiler alert. I've, I've had it up in a different window, window while we've been recording, and it's. I'm glad we're doing Smackdown. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> Ooh, that's doo doo baby. But yeah, man. Uh, you got anything else for the people before we get out of here?
2: No, man. I um. Hopefully, everybody's getting their shots when they can or when it's available. Yep. Um. I got mine today. My first one. I'm gonna get my second one. If you don't feel comfortable getting it, that's fine too. I'm not trying to just fucking tell you. You know, I've seen that enough on fucking Twitter this week. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it just is. Hardcore and, you know, everybody's God. got a fucking opinion, man. Like, good God. Yes. Yeah, uh, but yeah, just uh, take take care of yourself and
1: do what you can, I guess. Do your best. Absolutely. I'll be fully vaccinated after this week on Thursday. I'm getting my last shot, my second Ooh, shot. Yeah.
2: So. He's got the fully vaccinated gimmick.
1: I'm I'm the full Pfizer. I'm ready to go. <laughs>
2: the full Pfizer. There you go. That's your finishing move, Jordan. Oh, Prince.
1: let's hit go you with the
2: full Pfizer.
1: One hundred proof, Jordan Prince. Hit hit you with the full price. Full Pfizer. And it's game over. One, two, three. People were like, "What the fuck is the full Pfizer?"
2: Like, no, I don't know. Just go with it.
1: It's a burning hammer into a pile driver.
2: Jesus Christ! I love it. Dangerous. <laughs> I'm, gonna take it. I'm gonna take it on the fucking on the concrete. Fuck it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but with that being said, that's all we got for y'all this week. So, where can they find you on social media?
2: You can see me being dropped on my head on Instagram at xnabx219. I'm on Twitter
1: Fat X Tony, and what about you? You can find me on the Twitter and Instagram at Burning Hammer. You can find my band Karma on Twitter and Instagram sure. at Karma K H A R M A M W H C. We got a record out called Most Dangerous Game. It's out everywhere. You can listen to music. So check that out. We uh hopefully we'll be hitting some shows before the end of this year. Probably not, not within the next few months. I'm saying fall is what I'm aiming for because everybody by then everybody should be vaccinated if you're if they're getting it. So everything should be calming down. I think that's gonna be when things are gonna be safer. So if you listen to the podcast, you're in the hardcore, hopefully you are able to see karma this year. So Yes, sir. And it's your boy Drew's birthday today too, isn't it? Yes, sir. How do, happy birthday to Drew? It's my boy. For
2: Ten dude. years. That's Good crazy. Dude.
1: Yeah, I've known him for literally forever. Since for like since like sixth, seventh grade.
2: Damn. That's a long time. It's a long time. I've only met I've only met him a handful of times, but he's always been cool to me every time I meet him.
1: That's my guy. But more importantly, you can find the show on Instagram at Go Home Pod and on Twitter at the Go Home Pod. You can shoot us an email. At the Go Home Show Pod at gmail.com. You can find us on facebook.com backslash the Go Home Show. You can leave a five star review on Apple Music, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, follow, share with all your friends, Stitcher, Podbean. <laughs> all that <laughs> shit, baby. All of them. All of them. Yeah, man. Hope everybody's being safe out there. Appreciate y'all listening. It's we're coming up on a year, which it's insane next week. So crazy! Yes, it's episode fifty right now. One more week, and then we're gonna be talking about some theme songs. We're really excited about that. Yeah, me too. We've been we've been hyping this up for a while. We'll get some uh, some more watch alongs going too, because it seems like everybody likes those. We get we get some good uh good views, feedback on those. So oh, okay, nice. I think I think I think we'll throw some more of those in the bank. So. Keep it out. Keep a look out. If there's anything you think we should do a we'll watch long too, let us know. Yeah, yeah,
2: definitely. I'm Our always DMs are open everywhere. So, it. yep. Just,
1: Absolutely. just, just let us know. Yeah, man. Hope everybody's being safe out there. With that being said, wear a mask. Black Lives Matter. From Jordan, and Nick. It's time to go home.